1069. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. I honestly, I feel like that, I feel like that mantra might be true today. That if I didn't have this job, I might be dead. I got, I do, I'll be honest with you, Fantone. I need a win today. We need a win today. Okay. I feel like the Earth right now, planet Earth, is just kind of a bummer. I feel like everything that's going on around us in the world is just kind of a bummer. Maybe Not it's just a lot kind of fun. Of bu- I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I read all the rundown stuff for the program yesterday. I was just like, okay, it's all very good. It's all very interesting. Not enough slapsticky though. It's all like us versus them, and we hate you, and everybody hates one another. And I just, I feel like I need a, I, I need a victory today. I still don't have a car. That's kind of freaking me out. I, uh, you know, it's making me realize some other things that I've done in my life, and it's like I, I'm just, I'm stressed out. Um, you know, maybe if uh, someone's listening out there right now, you know, Stan's very show, a little stressed out, freaking out a little bit, maybe looking for a light to light, a lighthearted topic. Uh, if you could go like masturbate in Walmart or something for be us, awesome. that'd be great. Awesome. That would don't be- tell the authority. That I told you to do it. Like I don't need that kind of help. But yeah, I give up. Maslin man masturbates in Walmart. <laughs> Who would have ever guessed it? Yeah, just don't mention us. But if you did that, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, it. no, a little bit of that would be good. A little bit of that uh, would be good. I do have. All right, something kind of embarrassing happened to me. Okay. And I don't really care because I because you have no shame, you have no dignity, you have no pride. Stansberry is impossible to embarrass. Yeah, it was like 15 <laughs> seconds ago I told him I needed a win, but whatever. You know what I mean? Just like not paying attention. Um, apparently, not apparently, a spider bit me. Okay. Behind my earlobe. Okay. And my left earlobe is now like four times the size of my right earlobe and like the, its natural state. Like I thought for sure you were going to notice this because you picked me up this morning. No, and I, was, you were I was looking at the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, good. Thank God. Thank God. But here, watch. I'll take my headphones off and you see it. Like it, it like completely sticks out to like the other side of my head now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huge, you can definitely right? see it. It's definitely huge. Yeah. It's like hard now. And like, yeah. You can definitely, oh, yeah. I mean, I felt it when it happened the other night. I was like kind of asleep, and I felt the bite slapped right. at it, and uh, and and I was like, all right, well, you know, bit, you know, I got bit, whatever, no big right. deal. And then now, like, it's like a day and a half later, and it's like huge. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when the cause for concern is with something like that. Well, I, I think. Don't know I mean, the, I, I think it'll. This will be one of those kind of things where it'll pop, kind of like thing, right? And then pus will come out of it, and then you'll be done. But or you could die. I don't know. Die. I, I don't. Know. I mean, honestly, I, I thought. I mean, you're kind of a dick, so I thought maybe it was like, <laughs> well, you know, maybe you lose an ear or whatever. But now you got me just laid out cold, well, dude. If you're gonna go Picasso with one ear chopped off the side of your head, you're I as good probably as dead would. Anyway. Yeah, right. I would probably pull the trigger. Right. Right. Yeah, I you're not dealing with that. Yeah, I don't think I do deal with that. Right. I'm not well. A minor vanity issue? Sansbury's not dealing with that. No. Shoot me. Well, I started thinking about it this morning because I was like, you know, people always say, you know, if you had to lose one of your senses, it's like one of those games you play. And I thought to myself, I was like, well, if I could never hear music again, that would be really sad to me. Well, and if you go blind or deaf, you're going to be depressed. There's going to be that like, oh, man, my life sucks. Right. So music would be a big help there. At least you could lose yourself in that. But so much of what I love about music is that it takes you back to a place in time of your life normally. And that is so tied with a visual memory that if I could not create any new 
versions of those along with music that I was like, I couldn't decide this morning. When I was like, when I was sitting there feeling my earlobe and I was like, well, maybe I'm never going to have an ear anymore. And so I was like, well, you know, which one would be better? I was kind of flipping that coin 4 a.m. in my house trying to figure this out. Notice how I need a win? Like, I need a yeah, win today. Just, just somebody tell Stansberry he's pretty. Just somebody just, tweeted in right now to him. I just need show. a win. A good thing is, is that it is New Tour Tuesday. Yeah, it is. So you're getting new DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. That song's called Shining. I'm just going to guess it's about being rich. And then you're getting new Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road. I'm guessing that's like about a girl who's ultra curvy. Right. And then Fantone nominated this one. And apparently this is new Linkin Park that oof, we're getting. And I've heard I, this one. I have not heard the Linkin Park. You're not being shy about your opinion oof. on Linkin Park. So we're leading the witness. Basically, you don't think it's good. Uh, no, it's it's, it's it's a departure from what you expect from Linkin Park. Now, I don't have high expectations for 2017 Linkin Park, but... I mean, uh, yeah, they've been out now. I mean, what was it, 2001 when uh, their first album broke? Yeah, I mean, at least, at least I would say, if not earlier than <laughs> that. I remember, I, I remember they, they were on tour opening for Limp Biscuit, and it was just like one of those bands where you're like, who is this? What yeah. is this? And then all of a sudden, they're on top of the world. For me, it was the Dracula movie. They, okay. had, they had the song in that, yeah, with, and uh, I had the soundtrack, and I was like, dude, this band, there's something with this band. And then their first album came out, and I remember going to Target. I bought it, and I, I told my buddy, I was like, dude, this album, that was like, this band's going to be the biggest band on the planet. He was like, you're an idiot, and you're stoned. Sure enough, a year later, they were the biggest band on the planet. He was an idiot. He was stoned, but he was right there, well, I was too, right about that one. I was right about that one. I was early on Lincoln Park. Um, and, but you, we know what their sound is. We know what to expect out of them. This new song is just such a departure from that. I don't know if this was the hey we're gonna uh, we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna challenge ourselves as artists and like you know push the oh, boundaries God. of who we are and what our no, sound is you know what that, you just said oh, we're gonna Eddie Vedder it yeah, and make it unlistenable suck. it's gonna suck so yeah is everybody Park. still in Lincoln Park like is Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington like are they all still there if by everybody you mean those two dudes yes I think well, so what about the guitar player that has to have headphones know. on because he can't in, he, the, in the DJ and I don't know if the, I don't know who those dudes are <laughs> I didn't know who those dudes were nobody 15 knows years those ago dudes. yeah yeah, so those are interchangeable I, dudes. As far as I know, the rapper and the singer are still in it. So okay. that's uh, that's uh, that's all, all you right. can ask for, right? I'm trying to think of the last Lincoln Park release where I was like, okay, like that's really <sighs> it's good. Been a long time. Been a long time. Burn it down. Yeah, it was, was ten that years the, ago. Was it really? Yeah, dude. I mean, that was ten years ago. What's been released? That I, I, you know, I don't know the, yeah, I don't know the chronological order of Lincoln Park. I feel it's been a while since we've had a real Lincoln Park hit. So yeah, it's 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 here heavy. It's uh, it's not good. Nine okay, well nine o'clock. Well, here's the good news on that. Well, because uh, of how bad that is, we're just gonna get you hooked up with Norm McDonald tickets there during you that. Go. There you Norm go. McDonald coming to the Hard Rock Roxino on uh, I believe it's April the fourteenth there. Um, do I have that right? I probably don't. Yeah, April the 14th, and then April the 15th is uh, Skid Row. That's right. There it and is. Skid Row tickets you'll get at 830. Uh-huh. So yeah, I am right about April 14th on uh-huh. Norm McDonald there. How are you, buddy? What's going on with uh, you? I'm alright. I'm not going to, uh, I don't want to complain or like be like, Stan's very ruined my life, but right now I am just fighting the battle of not letting this cold take over. Like, I can feel it yesterday. I woke well, up. I didn't ruin your life. Life ruined your life. <laughs> I, I mean, like, well, well you I, brought this illness upon us. So I got this. it here. You, you think this was a... Uh, I know I got it here. I know it was it was Meg White who told me she gave it to me. Oh, 
Oh, well, um, my girlfriend was a couple days behind you. And then I was like, well, I'm going to be fine. Stansbury's already sick. I'm not sick. My girlfriend's already sick. I'm not sick. And then yesterday I got home from the, from the show and I was just like, oh, God, dude, yep. I'll go take a nap. Woke up and I'm like, oh, I'm sick. Well, dude, you can't lay down and hug somebody that's sick and not right. get it. Not eventually, you know, spread some germs. Not me, that being your girlfriend. <laughs> um, and it, it, it's one of those things where it's like there's no convenient time to get sick. But like I was just like, God damn it. It's the beginning of the week. I got charge games this week. I got I got I got doctor's appointments to go to. I got like meetings to go to. I got things to do, people to talk to, and I got sick. So I'll, I just I'm I'm fighting it as much as I can. I'll say this. It's bad, but it's three days. Sucking down the day quill. That's my uh, Yeah, that's, that's all I did. I, I went and got I, I got that NyQuil severe. As a matter of fact, um, some Zycam swabs and, and that, that kind of stuff, and a little bit of a uh, little bit of ointment for the chest. There, I, I'm certainly not even close to sick enough to like be like, oh, I can't go to work. You know, like a lot of people would, and I understand that. But like, there is that little bit of like, damn it! If this was any other job, I would today. I would have been like, dude, I'm not doing it. Any other job in the world? Yeah. Any other job in the world? I've been like, dude, I'm taking today off. It's the price you pay for yeah. every other day of your life, liking the fact that this is what you come to right. do for a living. Right. You know and, what I mean? It's small yeah. price to pay in the it big is. picture. But there's that little bit of misery where I'm like, dude, if I did anything else on this planet, I would take the day off today. And I'm not going to. Yeah, but so. we're going to take a day off in the middle of the week next week. There we are. Indeed right. we are. And, all right. Yeah, I got to be careful there. I, uh, I, You know, that worries me. I worry how we're going to be judged by that a little bit. If I'm going to be honest, we've been compensated by more time away from the studios. Basically, right. what happened in, uh, in this latest round of negotiations. And so, like, that's, that's cool, and we totally get that. But I'm not sure... I, I, I worry we're going to come off looking lazy, and that bothers me. You know how that would bother me. Ultimately, we're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. But I do worry about people walking away going, Jesus, you guys sit down for a few hours, talk about stories of dudes in Florida masturbating in parking lots and stuff, and, and like every time I turn around, you're not there. You know well, I, mean? I mean, this will be our second day off. I know, year. dude. You know me, man. I got a weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got I weird mean, complexes. It, at the very least, you're going to have to just recognize that, that that's you and not the rest of the world. I, you know well, I mean? I mean, dude, well, it is my Twitter notifications when we're not here, though. Well, I mean, uh, people who are fans of the show, of course, want it every day, but I mean, it's, it's just not it's not a possibility. I, I, you, I know. I just feel like I could go door to door going, dude, I'm sorry. If it was up to me, I would totally be there. But this is, you know what I mean? This is, uh, you know, how we've come to an agree, you know, and so it's one of those things, but we are going to be off. Off a day next week. I guess you, what, what, you're going to Indy? Correct, I am. Indeed, I am. What do you got? Uh, ringside seats for something? SmackDown uh, live Tuesday night. A week That's from awesome. today, I will be, uh, I will be in awesome. Indianapolis. So, oh, good so. for you. Yeah. That's awesome stuff. We will get you hooked up with uh, Norm McDonald tickets. We'll do so at 9.30. Skid Row tickets up for grabs at 8.30. And Canton Charge tickets, 7.30. And we do actually have a Florida File story. We will do that next on Rock 106.9. The program on Rock 106.9. Again, uh, it's a uh, new tour Tuesday, new DJ Khaled, new Sam Hunt, new Lincoln Park. It's all coming your way 9 o'clock. We believe we have a local as well. I'm holding off on pimping that for you because well, we haven't previewed it yet. And so I want to make sure. Uh, I, I don't want to just put a local artist on the air blind like that. That cannot be the standard. So uh, we're going we're gonna to preview the track and then uh, make a decision there. You can submit yours at stansbury.wrqk.com, and I, I will always ask for a short little bio so we can let people know who you are and make sure like the song is radio edited there. I don't want to have to do like you know legwork for you, but we bar no format. If you're the new Joan Baez. We'll play that. 
Stolly. We played that out of mass on there. It's all good stuff, dude. Doesn't matter. Singer, songwriter, band, rapper. Maybe you're a spoken word artist. Maybe it's just uh, you. That's not Henry Rollins. Okay. You got to be really uh, good. Even if you're really good, it's not that good. Like, would you go see him? Henry Rollins do um, that thing. Have you ever seen that? I've never like gone and seen it live. I mean, I've seen him like do it, and I don't feel compelled to go to one of those. No. I guess it was one of those things. I was happy. I I can say I was at. I'm not sure I would rush out and buy tickets again. Like I liked. I did like the Duff McKagan thing that he did. It's on Netflix where uh, like he kind of like tells his life story in that book through like the Guns yeah. N' Roses songs. Yeah, and that's that's one thing. I thought but, that was kind of a cool concept. But, but for Henry Rollins to go up on stage and be like, anger, rage, I'm mad at everything, and to do spoken word poetry, no, I'm not going to go see that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Like one man or one woman no. shows like uh, the very pretentious. You, you're right. Like like this is you paid sixty five bucks, so my anger's justified. Yeah, what are we doing here? Why did we come here? Why are we at this thing? <laughs> there is a little bit of that. Yeah, no. I, I mean, even even if you're good at it, you're only so good at it. And yeah, no, I got no interest in it. The, it's a very niche thing. Like I, I feel like you could spot those people going to the Henry Rollins show tonight. Like if you walk through Belden Village, you'd be like, "Yep, there's one right there." Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. niche, and you'd have a much easier time finding them in downtown Canton rather than Belden Village. I don't know how many people are going to be interested in that. If you gave me tickets to go see the Rollins band, yes, I'm not going to see Henry Rollins. Yeah, up on yeah, stage. yeah. Well, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the music is you know one thing, I, I, but it's okay not to like you know the spoken word pretentiousness of uh, you know the other stuff. Totally understand that. Speaking of Netflix, uh, we do have uh, what's coming and going uh, in March up yeah. right now for you at WRQK.com in the Stansbury Show section. And uh, I like this stuff. I'm one of these people that I totally get sucked into this post every month. I get sucked into it. I want to check up and down the list. I love doing that. I love finding what's coming, what's going. Um, I'm actually kind of in a show void right now where it's like, you know, thank God Billions is back on uh, Showtime every Sunday. I love that show. So I'm back in on that. Is that that good? I keep hearing about it. Haven't haven't divulged into it. I re- yeah, I do. I Are like you? it. Yeah, I do. I like it. It's complex. Um, there are a few things that they gloss over a little too easily, like any other television show. But overall, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can get behind the character development in that program. I do like it. Um, you know, Game of Thrones will be coming back. I believe April's. You know, kind of what we're thinking on that. Um, but like this, you know, I, I do, I'm different than you. I can watch like seven episodes of something in a day. And, uh, so I like, you know, the binging people are, are, are talking to me right now about this new Netflix show, Santa Clarita diet. Oh yeah. 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 I've, uh, I've seen that. I haven't watched it, but I've seen like the previews for it. It's like, uh, who is it? It's uh, drew Barrymore and that guy, uh, Timothy, I can't even pronounce his last name, but he was in, um, well, he was in Deadwood and, uh, Justified was the big show on FX that I, uh, that I believe okay. he was yeah, in. Yeah, I, 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 um, and I watched, I, I'll admit, I, I probably have not given it a fair enough shot. I watched one episode, and it wasn't what I was reading on Facebook that it was automatically. It was kind of one of those where it's like, everybody told me how great it was. I watched the first episode, and I was like, 
All right, I guess. First episode can be so deceiving, though. And Netflix is a little bit different because they're not necessarily a pilot. But like, even in Netflix shows or shows that you know kind of last, first episodes can either A, be a gross underrepresentation of what the show actually turns or out over. to be. Right. Or you watch that first episode, right. and you're like, oh my God, this show's going to be awesome. Four more episodes in, and you're like, God, this is what a terrible decision this was. So, uh, you know, I maybe got to give it that one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? Episodes one, two, three, and let it develop. Yeah, well, like I said, I probably have not given, uh, probably have not given it a fair enough shake. But uh, like, I watched the first one, I was like, eh, I don't maybe see this. And did you did you give it a fair shake in the sense of did you pay attention to it? Because often I will find myself watching something, I'll be forty five minutes, I'll be like, this sucks, and then I'll be like, dude, you haven't watched it. At I've been all. reading my email right. the you, entire time. You, you, through you this. haven't looked up from your phone, so don't be like, man, this story is kind of confusing because you're not paying attention, idiot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. One of the things coming actually March first is a movie you do have to pay attention to that I've seen like a thousand times that I love, which is Memento. I love that movie. It's uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch that. It's coming out on the first on Netflix. I absolutely love that movie. But that is that's a keep your phone in your pocket. Have to pay attention to it now. Not so much because I've seen it a hundred times, but it is one of those things that you can't just like kind of like halfway watch. So I do want to get to this Florida file story, though, Phantom. Listen to this. Jacksonville uh, Sheriff's Office has charged a man. Now, here's the thing. They were sending him to prison already. He was on his way into prison. Okay. Okay. Right. And uh, and they search you when you're on your way in, obviously, because sneaking things in is part of what people do. Of course. So a guy was sneaking in 54 pills of Xanax, essentially, is what it was. And uh, they found it, of course, because it's Florida, in his rectum. Oh. Now... I understand like this whole pill addiction thing's wild right now yeah. and big and everybody's kind of on stuff. But Xanax doesn't necessarily get you high like that. Um as much as it right? Like I've never taken the and I've taken Xanax, but I've never taken it and felt like I'm like high on Xanax. Well, it's like an antidepressant and shoving them in your butt's got to be the most depressing part of the story. Just like <laughs> That's shoving, yeah. shoving antidepressants up your butt. Um, no, but I mean, it's not that, it's not, it's not necessarily like the same high as other pills, but I don't think that means it's any less addictive. You know what I mean? Like you still, I, yeah, and you still do. Sure. Get, I mean, I mean I people did. are addicted to it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to minimize like the strength of it like that. I'm just saying. Xanax are a pretty decent high i feel like i mean it's not like I, oh i've never taken xanax for the purpose of getting high off of it ever like i've taken pills obviously to get high but i've never like to me that was always more like okay like i'm gonna go on a flight and i'm gonna take a xanax so i pass out like i i mean it will relax you it, it, high is not what i've always associated with but i mean i guess things are affect people differently and i i think what a lot of people will do is if you take a bunch of stimulants and then you're like all right i have to come down off of this you know yeah. xanaxes are a, a way to do that but it's just like if you would have told me this guy had a bunch of oxycontin hidden in his ass going into prison i'd be like okay well you can probably pedal that up and down the cell block i wasn't aware that you know that xanax would be like a, a in in dire need like that, ah, dude. Drugs are drugs are drugs, and and, I and, guess. and once you get into that system right there, I mean, anything it, you can crush up and snort, and you're and uh, it's going to get you high, even and though you're it's, in jail. And it's, it's like a, one of those. It's things a too. different high than maybe what tickles your fancy, but you're still getting off on it, and it's still addictive. So it's changing you know, the receptors in your brain. For uh, sure. Obviously, this dude was uh, desperate enough for Xannies that he decided to shove him up his butt. So it's a uh, the, the the need in the, the the addiction seems to be pretty real. 
I always like sneer at that kind of stuff, and then but people butt tell drugs. me, yeah, but people, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, butt drugs, yes, I sneer at it. But people tell me they're like, dude, if you've done hardcore drugs, you have done drugs that have been in people's. Oh, yeah. Well, dude, I mean, if you've done enough, I mean, it's much like a restaurant where eventually you're going to get a spit burger. Um, sooner or later, yeah, if you do How enough drugs. How many years into a drug habit do you got to be before you get butt drugs? You're, full, you're more than far enough in, Stansberry. Three decades is more than enough. More than enough. You've okay, done butt drugs. Let's not make it sound like I do hard <laughs> drugs today. I mean, yes, I had dabbled throughout my life occasionally at different intervals. Even, but, dude, I mean, even like even like weed, inevitably, there's going to be something in there that's gross. There's going to be something in there that you didn't want to be in there. I mean, I don't think dudes are shoving quarter pounds up their butts, but at the same time, sooner or later, there's been like something where it's been transported in like manure or something like that. Well, the growth of marijuana. Right. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just like I said, just like a restaurant, dude. It's sooner or later, you're going to get something where you're like, ugh. Wish I wouldn't have done that, but See, you keep going to it. Dude, Dare should have went to butt drugs right away. If they would have just, dude, in ninth grade, if the video would have just been a 40-year-old just crapping out bags of drugs, I'd have been like, bro, scared straight. I would have created hashtags right then in ninth grade. I have the perfect reason never to cheat on a chick in Arizona. We'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You know, at 8 o'clock, I, I, I was saying this morning that I just kind of needed a win. And that I kind of need, like, I, I, I need a little bit more slapsticky, you know, type stuff in the program. But there is one President Trump story that at 8 o'clock I just can't avoid today. I can't avoid today. And honestly, during that, I'm going to have to do something I don't want to do. Which is I am going to have to issue a very sincere an honest apology to Mr. John Kasich at 8 o'clock. I'm going to have to apologize to John Kasich at 8. I I grilled him for something during election season. I grilled him for it. And now, in light of what I've just seen this last 12 hours, turns out wasn't so bad. Got to ease up on uh, on Mr. Kasich. I'm going to assume our uh, one of our big listeners, Rich, is just like, yeah, yeah, Kasich, buddy. Yeah. He was huge into the Kasich he camp. He was big into the Kasich camp. He was. Yeah. I hope he is listening at eight because I'm going to have to issue a very sincere apology on behalf of the Stay Spray Show to Mr. John Kasich. We'll do that at eight o'clock. You know, I'm looking through this uh, Netflix list just real right. quick again. Right. And dude, the craft is on the list. Remember how hot all those chicks were? Yeah. And actually, the craft has been on Amazon Prime for a while. Me and my girlfriend watched it like oh, two months ago. Still good. Like even Feruza Balk, who wasn't yeah. like totally hot, but still kind of is oh, hot. Oh yeah, I thought she was totally hot. I thought she was almost like the hottest out of all of them, just because she what? was because she wasn't the hottest out of all. Of ah, them. okay, you know yeah, what I'm fair. Saying? There's that like dirty kind of like sleazy like uh, like an American History X where you just wanted to like bang the racism out of her. Yeah, like, like you'd, you'd, like, just, you'd like, like I thought I could South do it. right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's got that. It's got that dirtiness to it. Like, so every yeah. time I watch that movie, I was like, that's how powerful my penis is. I can erase racism out of this broad. Uh, um, and I, I, I know the craft is coming out. Um, I know Blazing Saddles is on that list. I'm surprised. I, so am I, but dude, God bless him. I mean, hey, you know, if, yeah, if, I'm if, surprised if, by that. If you're willing to stand by it, then go ahead and do it. Uh, the new season of Archers on. So there's a lot of good stuff coming out in March. I feel like all right, it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's month. pretty good. Pretty yeah. decent month. That's up for you at uh, wrqk.com.
Um, in the Stansberry Show section. All right. So we always advise dudes that if you're in a relationship, just sleep with that chick. Don't yeah. don't sleep around. It's fine. Don't honestly, do it. Honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, one vagina just as good as the next. And if she's decent and she's hanging out with you and like you know being your partner, why would you? Why would you walk away from that? You just right. Just just stay within the confines of that relationship. Right. You're right. never going to be happier than this. This new broad isn't gonna isn't gonna make you any happier. You just just stick with what you know. And they're. Called sayings for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? And, and and there's a reason why sayings become like iconic. And hell hath no fury like a woman scorned is th- there's a reason why that's why that's still around. Right. Is because it's based in some truth. Okay. And so women really have a problem when dudes are out there just like, you know, laying the penis out for anybody who wants it. I think the new way that we, we say it instead of the hell hath no fury like a woman scorn, I think the new one is uh, bitches be crazy. Right? Is that right? That's yeah, correct. I think that's that's a 2017 version. Faster. Bitches I like be it. crazy. Streamlined. I like it. Well, Della Flores, 53 years old, thought her boyfriend was cheating on her. Yeah, he probably was. And he probably was. Yeah, a piece of crap. Dude. She had had enough. And she had, uh, well, bitches be crazy. Okay. So she took out a gun and shot him three times in the groin. Jesus. Yeah, no, he's in, he went to the hospital with gunshot wounds to his penis and two in the scrotum. She just pulled a gun and shot him like three times in the balls, dude. That's insane. And so I start thinking about this, and I'm like, okay. So let's say you run around on your girlfriend, right? right? And you have sex with like five other chicks, let's say. Okay. That's a lot. Well, I mean, and I mean five uh, yeah. people in a year is a lot of people to have sex with. Yeah, no doubt about it. And if, 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 I guess if you're having sex with five other people, why, why aren't you? I'm just throwing numbers out. Why don't you break up with her? I, well, yeah, there's that. Like, if you got that much action right. going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, why don't you just be like, dude, why am I, why am I restricting myself? Look at this. Right. It's raining vagina right. in my life. Embrace it. Live it up, dude. That's, if that's, and if that's your dream world, if that's Especially what you want. Especially in your want, 50s. Right. Then God bless you. Go out there I mean, and if do you're it. not married. I mean, this is a boyfriend situation. You're not married. Break up with, the, even if you're married, get a divorce, dude. People do it every single day. Break up with Dolores. Who cares? Absolutely. Who cares? Absolutely. But I understand the desire to cheat on somebody. I totally do. Right. All right. I, I understand the allure of like, well, it's somebody I'm not supposed to have sex with. And there is, even though you love this person, there is something that is can be satisfying about getting over on another human being. Oh, yeah. And I, I think, you know, uh, it's new. It's fresh. It's exciting. I understand. Dangerous. The, I understand the allure of yes, it. You know, it's like how you watch a mob movie and want to be the bad guy. A, a confidence boost. Somebody else finds you desirable. Right. Maybe you're doing something that that's outside of the wheelhouse of what you and your, your wife were doing or whatever the case might be. <laughs> and I, you'd be crazy to say, because people do it every day, you'd be crazy to say, well, there's no upside to cheating. Of course there is. But with that upside also comes a lot of downside you know what i mean there's going to be a, a you know on the other side of it there's going to be karma like if i got shot in the balls like think about that like you've now probably had the last bit of sex that you're gonna have right i mean how good is modern science where you can take a handgun close range shoot a dude three different times in the balls and penis and where you're gonna be able to right we're not that good at that right i wouldn't think so i will say um i can't believe this dude's still alive right you get shot in the nards i figure that would be it that would be the end of it like all the blood vessels down there and you get shot three times anywhere i would think you would die, but you would think. The couple have been dating for the last two years, lived together for the past year, 
So you've only been with this chick for three. You're over the age of 50. You've only been with this chick for three years, and you're just so desperate to get over on her. What a piece of crap, dude. Break up with her. Break up with her. It's not like you've been with her for 30 years. Yeah. She went and saw a judge already. <laughs> Says, uh... You may not, she's been released on bond, but you're not allowed to go to the scene of the alleged crime or have any contact with the alleged victim. Uh, it does appear he's going to survive, the judge told her. You may not possess any weapons, not any drugs, without a prescription. You must obey terms of any orders of protection that's issued against you. See, so like, you think you're getting over on somebody, right? And you think you're being so slick and this and that. And then uh, before you know it, you just don't know. Because here's the thing you don't ever really know anyone especially when you start playing with their emotions like that like you don't know who people people can go to survivalist mode and then this can happen and i can't imagine there is no side bitch worth getting shot in the balls none of them none of them could be worth that any six of them to get well i don't know i mean She's 53. He had to be close, right? Right. Probably older. So, I mean, you go out right before 60 as a master swordsman. I just wouldn't want to be alive. Like, what, like to, to survive and not be able to have sex on the other side and know that this was totally something preventable. Yeah. A, don't run around on somebody. B, don't. Guys know this. Don't stick your D in crazy. <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, everybody knows that. I mean, aside from just not being I mean, able... I can't help myself, but like... <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 I'm Stansberry telling you to not stick your D in crazy. <laughs> but, okay. Um, but for as much as it's going to suck not to have sex, I mean, dude, you're not going to be able to, like, urinate normally. You're not going to be able to, like, have... That. Well, but I mean, dude, well, you're going to care about that when you got a bag of urine hanging off the side of your, you know, oh, and the medical bills, yeah. and the medical bills that come along with that, dude, it's just easier to keep your penis inside of of, of of your pants, dude. Keep it keep it in there. Yeah, don't cheat on people. It's no. that simple. Just, I mean... Break up with them. Yeah. She probably would have shot him in the balls anyway, you know, break up with her. But at least at that point, we'd be standing up for this guy. Yeah, the older I get, I realize, man, you shouldn't toy with people's emotions like that. On the flip side of all this, we've been saying, don't cheat on people. Hey, don't cheat on people. Don't even, shoot people in the balls. Don't, yeah, don't shoot okay, people in the fair. genitals. Okay. Even, even if they're cheating on you, you can't just go around shooting people in the genitals. Well, I was kind of going with that one goes without saying. I, uh, you know what I mean? Not not to shoot people in the testicles. I was kind of hoping everybody kind of knew that that was, that was where we stood on that. Oh, what an awful punishment that is. Bro, it turns out you're way wrong. Okay. It turns out you're way wrong, and... The Browns are in the best spot ever. Okay. All right. <laughs> Apparently you're wrong. No, seriously, you're wrong. Okay. And like they're in the best spot ever. We'll uh we'll get you filled in next on Rock 1069. This report is brought to you by Vix Dayquil and Nyquil. 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Coming up at nine o'clock is New Turn Tuesday, new DJ Khaled, new Sam Hunt, new Lincoln Park, all part of that. We'll also pass out a pair of tickets for Norm McDonald. That show's April 14th up at the Hard Rock Roxino. You, like a lot of Americans, may be carrying too much credit card debt. It's no big deal. We're going to help you get it paid down. Check out CSC Federal Credit Union. You can do so via their website, which is cscfcu.com. 
They have a killer balance transfer offer going on right now. You're going to take your credit card debt, move it over to a CSC Visa card, much lower APR, pay it off faster, get out of debt, you'll have more money, you'll start buying stuff, things will be good. Check out more info, CSEFCU.com. So, with the Combine starting on, I believe it's this Friday is when that starts. It seems like every sports article I read right now has nothing but positive things to say about where the Browns are and their influence and the power that they will have during this draft. Now, I think it's very funny and very telling that we have this much clout and this much power in what is widely considered to be the worst quarterback draft in quite a while. Sucks. It's not very good. Like, so much so that Peter Schrager, a respected guy over at Fox Sports, put out his pre-combine mock draft. Now, you got to have to take these things with a grain of salt, right? Right. I mean, yeah, no analyst is able to predict the future. Right. But he has Deshaun Watson going 13th to the Arizona Cardinals. Now, why that's interesting is that the Cleveland Browns have the 12th pick, and he has us taking Dalvin somebody or another, a running back out of Florida State. Now, uh, Is it Dalvin Cook, maybe? It obviously, what do I want to say here? A running back, which seems weird. Always seems to be such a high premium on quarterbacks because let's be real. I mean, arguably the most important position in sports. Um, so yeah. I, I, you know, I understand that, and I understand why it's you know as a team that's in in a position where you are drafting towards the top of the board, where a quarterback is almost always going to be on your list of needs. Sure. If, if if you had a franchise quarterback, you're probably not drafting that high in an ideal world. If you've got your that's guy, the way it works, right? You know, you're not going to be drafting that high. Um, as far as the Browns go, and, and, and I guess this really speaks more about how bad this draft is when it comes to quarterbacks, I almost feel like it's a blessing in the sense of if the number one quarterback is predicted to go 13th, you've already got your decision made of, well, dude, well, at least I'm not trying to pick a quarterback. You well, know what I mean? At least I'm not trying to I, – I don't have to decide which quarterback's best. I can decide which player is best. Well, the rumors now, though, are is that the second player taken in the draft will be Deshaun Kaiser out of – um. God, what's the Notre Dame out of Notre Dame and that the San Francisco 49ers are going to take that quarterback at number two. I think that's a whiff. I really do. And I know I've been saying I really like, you know, the, you know, the young Shanahan guy, Kyle, and think he's the smart offensive mind. But I think the Sean Kaiser is going to be a whiff. I just uh, there's something about it. He just doesn't look the part to me, but I could be way wrong. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm guessing. But I think Watson's a much better NFL product. I, 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 the fact that he beat Nick Saban twice in huge games, won a national championship doing it, and beat Urban Meyer convincingly, I, those are big moment games, and there's only so much a college quarterback's going to be able to show you coming out. And I think if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you get him at 13, you got to love that, right? I mean, Carson Palmer's getting old. That's not, I mean, that's not going to be a thing. I mean, getting old, he is old. And you got to wonder, are the Browns going to not pick this kid at 12 and watch the Cardinals get him? Now, they have a much better built product ready to go for a plug-in play quarterback than the Cleveland Browns do. 
Well, I and mean, I understand that. So you can't evaluate him while what he's going to look like in Arizona. There's always that concern of buyers or Morris, and well, you know, the the fear of missing out on on, on one player or the other. Um, but we if, have eleven picks. But if if you don't feel that that you know this guy's worthy of the number one draft pick, obviously not. And and people feel like he's he's less than the number twelve draft pick. I just I mean I I, I have to buy into the same theory that Scott from Winnie for next year has presented time and time again. If you can walk away with the number one player in the draft and a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't understand how how you don't do that right. How that's not the obvious answer. It well, just seems like do that. The Garoppolo trade might not be available. Like, nobody knows for sure whether or not Bill's open to the idea of moving Garoppolo. Nobody knows for sure. There are speculations on both sides. Um, but I agree with that, though, if, that if you can get Miles Garrett, trade the 12th pick, and we'll, we'll probably, you know, two-fourths or whatever to him, then you do it. If you, walked, if you walked away with the best player in the draft and your quarterback of the future, I don't know how you look at this draft and say that was not a, gear, a victory, a huge victory. I don't know why you would flirt with anything else at this point. I mean, obviously the Browns have the need for it. And if the, if, if, if the, if, if the opportunity doesn't present itself, if Bill Belichick says, no, we're keeping Jimmy Garoppolo, or no, we want more for than you have to offer, well, then you have a, you have a plan B. But walking into this as a plan A, I can't see a better better predicament for the Browns to be in than the number it one pretty good. draft pick and a quarterback for the future. I I, I, I I think it's the easy, obvious answer. If you walk out of this first round and they take Miles Garrett number one and Deshaun Watson's there at twelve and they take him at twelve, are you a, are you a happy Browns fan? Um, if yes, because you're walking away with the best player in the draft and which you view as the quarterback of your future. Do I necessarily view him as the quarterback of the future? I don't know, but if that's it's the, hard to say that about right. Him. If, if, it is. If, if if that's what the Browns front office feels, then I will view that as a victory because you didn't get screwed over. You got what you wanted, and even if it's not, even if I don't agree with what you want, you got what you wanted, and that's what I, I want to happen for this team. I'm not an NFL GM. I'm right. not a head coach. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I don't know. I you know I'm not a, t- a talent scout. I I want you to get what you want. You know what I mean? Like, if that's your plan, then go execute your plan. Have a plan. Be staunch in the plan. I'm not sure that they are. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in the room. But I. Uh, it has felt like just grab. It's felt like a grabbing of talent versus building a compiling a unit for a while now. And I think ho- I hopefully this is the where it starts to, like, make that turn. I think it's comparable to what we've said about the head coach in the past, where every other head coach hunt in the past, the Browns have gotten their second, third, fourth option. You know, the first, second, and third turned them down. With Hugh Jackson, they got what they wanted. That's what I want to happen this year. Is Whether I agree with it or not doesn't matter. Get what you want. Peter Schrager has the local kid, Mitch Trubisky, going to uh, uh, the New York Jets at six. A lot of people like him. A lot of people, you know, tell me I'm sleeping on him. I don't, I'm not blown away by it. And as much as I think, I love that story. Hometown kid plays at home. I love that story. Sells Roman burgers. It does. does. Mr. Hero commercials. But it's it's been done a couple of times in this, in that market. And I'm not, uh, not a good enough reason not to go with him. But I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not totally sold on him when I see it. I just don't. Again, he doesn't leap off the TV. 
Deshaun Am- Watson kind of leaps off the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When it's you like, watch whoa, it- dude, there's something there. I don't know if you're an NFL quarterback, but man, are you pretty good. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's always necessarily the, the indicator. No. Because let's no, be no, no, real, no. what we're looking at there is, dude, this is jumping off the TV. He's ready to go right now today. When you've got, you know, guys who have obviously taken longer in the league to develop, your Tom Brady's, your Aaron Rodgers, guys who weren't ready to take Dude, that leap Favre today. took a while. Guys who didn't jump off the screen. Right. Guys who, guys who didn't needed jump some off time. The team. He so just had a, hard, a huge I, arm. I don't know if that's necessarily the way to view it. It's like, well, you know, because, I mean, how many dudes jumped off the TV and weren't able to do it? Jumped off the TV in college. Manziel. Manziel. You're talking Tebow. You're talking Vince Young. You're talking all these dudes that we've talked about in the past who ended up flops in the NFL. I don't know if that's the right barometer for them. Yeah, look at well. I hear what you have to look at is completion percentage, and that there's a hard line number. And if you're under it in college, that you're probably not going to be a great quarterback. And Vince Young and Johnny Manziel and all those guys were underneath that. I have been told. I don't know if that's true or not. I've just been told that a thousand times. But I, I mean, it seems like it would make sense. But I don't know that. I honestly, I feel a sense of optimism with the Browns. I, uh, I do, I do. I, I, I think they're, I think they're in a position right because now because drafts change you. Well, and, and, and if it, you draft smart, end of the day, you're not getting any worse. You know what I'm saying? Like it is literally impossible for you to get worse unless you lose all 16 games, which I don't think is going to happen. But it, it, it's not going to get any worse. You can't take it off the table. You can't. I mean, that's what's crazy. You dude, can't take Owen sixteen off the table. Well, if if, if you're honest, dude, I mean, if that's even, I mean, you don't option, have a solidified quarterback. You can't take Owen sixteen that would be, off the table. That would be one in thirty-one as a head coach. Is what you're talking about there? At that point, and as much as I like stability and keeping a guy and riding it out and doing what you got to do, at that point, yeah, if he loses every game next year, you got to walk him out. Because then what I'm saying about him isn't true. What I've always said, which is, he knows how to talk to the younger athlete, today's athlete, today's power-hungry athlete. He kind of has a you know a communication style that works with them. It seems like guys want to play for him, want to run through walls for him, and all that stuff. But if you're losing that many games, then it's just not true. The Browns walk out of this draft without a quarterback. Is that okay? I mean, when you, when you frame it that way, I want to say no because of how pathetic they've been at quarterback since their return but the problem is is that if you're asking me that about what is widely being talked about as the worst quarterback draft in 20 years so if they don't take a quarterback in that draft isn't that what a smarter organization does is skip the quarterback this year right and I know it's not like it's not like we're one piece away from from, from a a winning a winning season in Cleveland so I I I would definitely have to uh there will be a free agent. There will be somebody who wants to come play quarterback. Give him, you know, dude, hell. RG3 takes snaps, dude. I don't care about that guy. If he breaks his leg again, fine, whatever. Here's the thing, yes. If that's what if that's what it comes down to, I don't care about him at all. Let him let him ruin his body. Yeah, but ruin his life. I don't care. He's not going to win games. He just isn't going to win games. Do you see, by the way, is uh, and, and I don't want to do it all, the, uh, uh, but... Did you see Manziel was back partying on the boat in Miami? No. No. And I'm oh, disappointed yeah. I haven't seen it. I want to see Party Rock John. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. As he's telling everybody, you know, I'm getting back in NFL yeah. shape and all this stuff. Yeah. And his body does look, he does look like he's put on weight. I will give him that. But um, there's pictures of him on a boat. And there's, it looks like a, what is a mixed drink in his hands. And it looks like he has been partying on the boat. And apparently he had had, like, I guess, like 50 some days sober or something like that. But yeah, he was on a boat in Miami. He's partying. 
as he's trying to get teams to come back and look at him again. I'm not going to jump up and down on him. I was so right about this kid from the very beginning. I've been proven right again and again and again about him, so I'm not going to like take him over the coals. It's just like I feel like what I've always said about this kid is true. He knows in his heart he can't do it. And so he talks a big game, and then when it starts to get really close and it starts to become a reality, he starts to freak out because he knows he can't do it. And instead of that being totally exposed, I'll just go back and do this other stuff that gets people not to want to hire me to do the job. It's because he knows he can't do it. He's always known. And that's why he's always been out there pounding his chest with money signs and this and that. It's all diversion tactics. From you figuring out that he's a total and utter fraud. And he's been a fraud from day one. I was so early on that and so right. I just hope the kid doesn't die. Anything short of that, I will think it's funny with Manziel. But if you die, that's obviously not funny. Dude, Spain... Yeah. Is moving the ball downfield on sex work. I mean, they're just they're just throwing stuff at the wall and and, and spitballing some crazy sexual ideas coming out of Spain. We'll get into that next on the stands Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 1069 on a new turn Tuesday. Coming up at 9 o'clock, new DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z and Beyonce. That song's called Shining. Then we have a new Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road, Dear God. And uh, new Linkin Park, which Fantone's already uh, skipped ahead of the rest of us, heard it. And uh, he claims it's not real good. Not real good. I'll vote early. It's a turd. The song's called Heavy, is it? Yeah. And dude, you hear that and you're like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Dude, they're going to come out of just balls to the wall. And well, well, you'll hear it at 9 o'clock. All right. All right. 9.30, we'll also get you hooked up with a pair of uh, tickets to check out Norm McDonald, who will be at the Hard Rock Roxino April the 14th. We'll get you into that. Just a few minutes right now, however, we're going to get you hooked up with a four-pack of tickets to check out the Canton Charge. Yeah. I believe that game is uh, this Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday the 4th. Tall guy will be up on stage Why holding I- the microphone. I'm writing that down. Saturday, right down. three, four. Also, just a heads up, charge game tonight as well. I will be there. Oh, you're hosting that as well. You bet I am. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Quinn Cook again. Made his debut in the NBA last yeah, night for the that. Dallas Mavericks. Uh, put some points up. Bittersweet, dude. It really is. Being a uh, charge fan, you see, uh, you see your you see your baby baby birds spread their wings and fly in the NBA and and you're happy for them but at the same time you kind of miss them. Did I hear right that he was a teammate of Seth Curry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seth, not yeah. Seth. Yeah, correct. So I guess they're looking to you know somebody was like, hey, let's see if they can recreate that magic because they played together in college, right? And now uh, I believe they're both on the same roster in the NBA. Is kind of what I loosely read this morning. <clears throat> Uh, but I, yeah, no, I'm happy for Quinn. He was a good dude. Came on the show, uh, gave us a really good interview. I, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish we would have found a way right. to for, to put him in a Cavaliers jersey. Is all, but uh, but you know, uh, I wish for him millions of dollars, millions of dollars. But in a Cavaliers jersey, jersey, you've got uh, Darren Williams, which was a huge get. Uh, okay. Andrew Bogut. The rumors are, are more and more and more and more coming in. So you worry uh, about how injury prone Bogut is? Um, well, I'm not. I'm not looking at the dude to play as as the starting center. You know what I mean? I mean that dude's coming in and playing supplemental minutes. 
minutes as the big man, six fouls off the bench. Nine minutes a night, ten yeah, minutes a night. Yeah, so I'm not looking at the dude to 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 be a, a, a you know a, a huge piece of the puzzle, but nonetheless, when it comes to the big rotation, and especially with the Cavs right now, you need him. So is it Darren Williams? I've heard people refer it's to Darren Duran. I mean, dude, everyone kind of says it differently. I, I've I've because always... I've heard I've heard some African American sports journalists refer to him as Duran. Duran. So yeah. I was like, oh man, I must have been wrong. Wait, wait people are like, is it Deron or Deron or, or no? I mean, it, I think it's just one of those, you Darren. know. Yeah. That's, okay. I feel like that's the way. I just want to be properly calling somebody by their name. Deron. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Deron. <laughs> I mean, you can hood it up. Maybe that's what we'll start calling no, him. Deron. No, that's not. That's I'm going to call him Deron. Uh, like I'm excited it. about him. I, uh, I I don't know a ton about him, but I but I watched an interview with him. Um, you know, and he was saying all the right things, and you know, he kind of made a joke. He's like, "Well, you know, Griffin, you know, promised me I'd start," and it was obviously a joke. And you know, it was like kind of one of those things. I was like, "Oh, good for you, dude. Kind of know your role, know who you are in the organization." What do I, I always talk about that? How that's important. Be present about who you are. And uh, and uh, you know he he was uh, he, he was good with the media. I wonder how they're going to do jerseys though, because you got Derek Williams, D E R, and then you got D Ron Williams. I don't know D E R. You know what I mean? I, I don't am know. Not the jersey I, I, expert. I don't know how they're going to figure that one out. Be interesting to, to find that out. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, so Spain is doing a couple of interesting things with the sex world, and uh, of course, we'll. We're experts, so we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna examine this. First and foremost, they have appointed a sex czar to create a platform that will convince couples in Spain to have more sex because apparently they're going through what is a really low birth rate in that country right now. Which, on one hand, to me is like, well, God, dude, you way to be, be responsible. You should be the envy of the world, but right? At the other, on the other side, dude, what you're essentially taking out of the equation there is taxpayers. So, if you want more money in your country, you need more people in your country. So, it's a balancing act there. It is because that doesn't mean they're going to be employed people. They're right, just going to but, be there. But I mean, they're still going to be b- 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 stimulants of the economy. <laughs> they're still going to be buying things. They're still going to be doing things. So, it's it, 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 you don't want to reduce your population, but at the same time i understand there's a real concern of overpopulation too i think i think multiple places are going to start to see this in the in the coming of years i think even americans i think even younger americans are going to put less of a premium on creating life than we have seen in years past i think i think people are going to re we're starting to see people move away from marriage we're starting to see people move away from these institutions not in droves nothing's in danger yet but i think you're going to start to see things like that more and more catch speed i could be wrong well and honestly i I, I, like i said it's kind of it's it's just a difficult decision of like well is that a good or a bad thing because there's a part of me that's like well dude that's awesome less resources being taken up less you know you know stress from having more more people on the planet and everyone's trying to get a job and less people competition there. Maybe we should. But if you, you start, you cut the population in half and you can't do it problems. forever. Right. Right. You can't do it forever. But, but, but uh, I, I, you know, I've called for self-induced bans. I like it. I, uh, I, at this point, I feel like we kind of get screwed over as like adults who don't have children. I think we shouldn't be the ones getting the tax break. I feel like we should, we should be the ones who are, who are getting the, you know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Been screaming about that for years. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you've gotten to a point here where it's like, well, at least I'm not sucking up more resources out of this country. Right. Give me a break. Where's the, hey, you, because people will look at like my life and go irresponsible. But where's the, well, wait a minute. 
Nosy can't totally afford a child and so didn't do it. Where's like the, where's the ultimate responsibility tax break? Right. That's that's always I've always been a head scratching on that. I think once you get over, I don't know, twenty five or thirty and you don't have kids, you should get a little something something. A little something something. Well, Uncle it. Sam cut you a piece. Yeah. Right. What's wrong with it? Where's like the government it. program for that? I like it. I need it. Talk to me, Trump. So Spain apparently just needs more people. And I think part of the reason is this, is because, listen, on the other side of the coin of all this, Spain is about to open the very first brothel where apparently in, you know, in that side of the world, we may have one of these here. I've never heard of it. But Spain is looking to open the first brothel where customers will pay about 100 bucks U.S. money. For an hour-long sex session with real-life sex dolls, they're opening they're opening Luma dolls. Okay, and they say it will be the first in Europe to offer clients the chance to have sex with a doll. Now, I'm going to assume we're talking about like those high-end sex dolls that like look realistic as opposed to like there's just a room full of uh, I'm looking at them right now, they look pretty realistic. Okay, so it's not just a room full of pocket vaginas. It's not no. just okay, oh, okay. No, 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 no. There are four dolls you can choose from, all with female body features. And the club claims, here's the big question everybody's already thinking. They claim that each one will be washed and then disinfected with antibacterial soap before it is reused, but they still suggest that you use condoms and or lube. But, bro, it says suggest. It doesn't say we require. Right? Now, obviously, there are real-life prostitutes who do not wash in between customers. No, of course. Right? Yeah. So guys, there are guys who are used to, but you don't think about that. When it comes to a sex doll, for some reason, you are very aware that that is a possibility of the person who was there before you. And it's going to, right? You're going to think about that. Now, well, just get- so you know, you can get an Asian one. They have a blonde with big boobs, Katie. And then they have an African doll named Liza. And then they have like an anime, like one of those type, like, you know, comic booky type ones with like blue hair. And she's like, okay. you know, the again, like a, a, a more Asian style. And she's got huge boobs. She's actually not bad looking that one. Well, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad they have the, uh, you know, the United Nations of sex dolls in, in one room together. <laughs> it is very, <laughs> like, it is yes. very, yes, uh, uh, you know, uh, hands across to, you know, uh, all places. I like it. I mean, that's that that's good. Um, I just, I, I guess if you're the kind of guy that's going to pay for sex and have unprotected sex with a sex doll, do you really care that, you know what I mean, that that if the dude before, because you're, you're obviously the dude who's going to pay for sex, you're obviously yeah. the dude that's going to bang a sex doll, you're probably yeah. at the point where it's like, well, I'm, I, I've crossed enough bridges where you, you've gone down that one. Like you said, dude, it's not like hookers are, 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 are douching yeah. between each between each John, so if you're doing that. I mean, anything that isn't a not a, like a high class call girl, I mean, if you're street right. walking prostitutes, right. where, what are you doing? Yeah, where is she going to clean where up? Where are you going to do that? Right, yeah, you can't, if you're, if, if you're walking down Rex Avenue, there's not like showers where you can go take a break. Is like, that where I gotta go? Yeah, dude, just cruise down. You'll find something sooner or later. A little REX right there. Now, the dolls cost around 4300 bucks, so you're gonna rent them per hour for 100 bucks. I think... 
here's the thing. At first, you're like, there's no market for this. But you got to remember. Lies. Yeah. But yeah. you, it, right. You got to remember that what you're offering men here is a chance to do whatever they want sexually to something. And there's no judgment. And there's no, oh my God, she's completely bored through this. Oh, and there's, right. And there's no. You're selling men the, you're the man. There's money in selling guys. You're the man. Uh, my wife's not going to find out about a sex doll. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. And if she did, is it, the same, hooker, right? is it the same thing as you cheating on her with a woman? Now, I'm going to tell you, a lot of women are going to say yes to that, but I don't think all. But if ever there is a need and a business that needs to find a way to be one and done. Well, at least like... Like when the technology gets to the point where we can turn these things out and they can be for the hundred bucks and then you throw it away when you're done with it. What about like a lot of business in that a removable vagina where you could like you could just take that piece off and then put your well, new dude, one give in me there. the human version of that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are, uh, all the best parts with none of the yelling. I'll take one of those right now. We'll get you hooked up with a four pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game. That game is this Saturday. We'll do so next on Rock 106. 106.9. Back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We do have a four-pack of Canton Charge tickets. We'll give you those here uh, momentarily. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need for those. That game's this Saturday. Fantone's your arena host for that. And still to come, 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. New DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, Beyonce. New Sam Hunt, new Linkin Park. And then locally, we have a uh, it's just solo artist. His name's Corey. Says, uh, he's a vocalist. And multi-instrumentalist. He's from Canton, Ohio. He's been in uh, local bands such as The Silence Within and Radiatrix. Oh, uh, (laughs) quite a resume you've got, Corey. (laughs) And uh, he says this song's been uh, in his SoundCloud for a while, and he hopes that we will like it. It's called Push, so we'll listen to that at 9 o'clock as well. You know, it's Fat Tuesday, and uh, you and I are not the Catholic. And so, like, with the, this whole Lent thing that kind of, like, it comes with this, like, we don't do this. So Fat Tuesday, that's a Catholic thing? I thought it was, like, a French thing. I thought it was, like, I thought it was, like, New Orleans. I thought that was the whole thing. I, I didn't, it gets I, very I muddy. Catholic. That gets very muddy. Jeez. It, it, it does. It gets very, I, I don't actually know all, all of the history of that, but it seems like, the, but this is when people, like, start, like, that thing now. I'm, I'm pretty blind to religion I, I for as much as I feel like I know about things, but Catholicism as a whole is really a head scratch. Well, it's convoluted. There's it's so many like, rules what? and regulations and what you got to do. Here's basically how that whole system works. Uh, God is ashamed of everything you have ever done. Damn and you it. just, and you just, and dude, you just beg him for dear forgiveness. For forgiveness. Okay. 23 hours out of the day. Okay. That's pretty much how that works. All right. But even non-religious people will take this time of year and then forego something for those 40 days. And they will do it. Yeah, there's and there's a little bit of nobility in that. Now, if you're doing it for a religious well, reason and that's your one 
religious thing you do is like, oh, well, look at me. I'm such a good Catholic. Well, then, yeah, obviously, that's a very um, uh, false nod. Yeah, but that's what most people are doing is just recognizing that their life needs restriction in an area, and they're highlighting it. That's okay. You know, I mean, I think that's a self-aware thing of like, good God, do I smoke a lot of cigarettes or drink a lot of coffee or eat a lot of chocolate or whatever it is that you're doing too much, you know. Have you ever done this? Do you do this? Are you thinking about doing this? No. I mean, I'm not big in New Year's resolutions, let alone into, into Lent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that doesn't make a difference to me. Now it starts the, the everywhere's got fish on sale, right? That's awesome. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Awesome. That's a good part. Fish fries ones. are amazing. Yeah. The, all the best, like, fast food restaurants that, you know, put out their best, you know, fish products and all that stuff. So, which, by the way, I don't know, but I would imagine, given how religion heavy this area is, yeah. that the fish fry game down here has to be amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, you go to a church basement anywhere in Stark County, you're about to get something good. Um, there's this one church as you go up Tusk, and it's kind of like right by Altman. It's that one right across the street from Altman on the right there. As you yes. get Altman on the left, that one's really good. I think it's St. Michael's, but I could be wrong there. But it's, I'm telling you, that church has a legit fish fry. Okay. I'm looking it. for those. I like those. I love fish fries. I'm I was uh, very excited. weird walking into a church basement like, yo, can I get some fish? <laughs> like, it just feels weird to me. It just feels like, what are we doing here? Why We're are we making buying, money. Why are we buying fish from the basement of a church? What, what's going on with this here? Well, you know, normally you can find good pierogies right around now, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the food's pretty excellent. I, um, and what it's the, the whole donut thing today, right? The, what is it? The, say it. Say it. Say what, it. How do you say it? How do you even say, say it? it? You know, you all, you know how to say it, but this is like, this is something Sansbury doesn't want to say. I don't want to say it. Sounding. It's so dumb. The poonchki. Yeah, I'm not saying that. No, you're not. No. Just call it a jelly donut. It's, it, yeah, that sounds like something I, it, dude, it, it's, it, dude, Poonchki sounds like something I was trying to gain access to in 11th grade. Poonchki sounds to me, yeah, like something a, a German porn star would be screaming in the middle of the the shysta film. <laughs> Is that powdered sugar floating Jeez. around? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, those are delicious. <laughs> Although they're not as good as a donut. Yeah, they're not as good as a jelly donut. I don't understand why we all act like, oh, it's so good. It will, dude, it's giant. I mean, that's kind of the, but dude. They're not as good as donuts. No, eat a jelly donut. You eat those 365 days a year. Yeah, I mean, if if I'm going to be honest about it, yeah, I I think a good Dunkin' Donuts is better than that. It's much like uh, when we all get hot and bothered about pumpkin flavored stuff or anything like that. Gross. But like, if it was so good, we would do this year Year round. round. The fact that we do it once a year shows me, I'm like, well, it's not that. That good. Yeah, dude, what is up with us in that? We right. do we like to keep like things in their season. Well, I mean, you've got like you got like an <laughs> Easter ham, but ham's delicious. We eat that 365 right. days a ribs year. Ribs are always good. Right. Ribs are always good. Turkey spaghetti's great. Turkey's always good. You eat turkey outside of Thanksgiving, but when it comes to like a pumpkin pie or a poonchki or something like that, dude, if it was that good, we'd eat it all the time. Oh, that name is so annoying. A poonchki. Yeah, I don't like saying that. And everybody, you know, just today is like, oh, I got to go on a poonchki run. I got to go do this. I'm like, no, just get us donuts. Why don't you go to McDonald's and get me a big breakfast instead of a poonchki? You think someone will bring them in? I bet you someone will bring them in. We'll eat them. Uh, I would eat it. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'd eat it. But like, I, who, who, like, who does those well here? Um, I'm sure there's a bakery. You know, I'm sure there's somebody. And I'm going to expect Linda, our front desk lady, uh, will probably bring us a little something, something. And I hope, fingers crossed. Look at you trying to butter her up before Linda, she gets here. Are you here. listening? No, are she's, you prob- listening? she's probably already here right now. Yeah, I don't. 
It's I don't you know what annoys me about that name is that, that it's spelled so differently than the way it's yeah. pronounced too. It's just like this is stupid. Now, so today Fat Tuesday, it's the day where you're supposed to just like indulge, right? Like yeah. this is this is And then everything starts it. tomorrow or and tonight at midnight. I know tomorrow or today um uh, that's a wrap on 6th Street in uh downtown Canton has an exclusive like uh, Fat Tuesday only menu. Like they really? don't have their normal. They don't have their normal wraps. They don't have any of that normal stuff. It's like shrimp etouffee and alligator bites and all that that Creole uh, food. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. Like they make good food there. I bet oh, they'll be yeah. good at that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jambalaya. I saw them like making some oh. of that yesterday, and they're like, oh, just getting ready for tomorrow. So yeah, that's a very slept on downtown Canton restaurant. That's wraps awesome. That is, is like the legitimately that place is that good. Um, That's very slept on. That it, uh, great beer selection there too. Yes, it's it's it's, it's on Sixth Street North. Um, and like I said, I mean it's uh, all day today. I know they're doing a a Fat Tuesday celebration. So okay, well I might go do that. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Well, Fat Stansberry celebration there. I uh, I mean again, I was, I was talking about this a little bit yesterday. I've been to uh, New Orleans twice for Mardi Gras, and it was awesome. It was so I, I went in two thousand. It was so much fun. I went the next year. Um, and it is like you get back on the plane after that and you're like, dude, if I never see another pair of boobs again, it'll be too soon. Are you, uh, are you gonna, are you gonna lent anything? Are you going to drop anything out of the rotation? Are you gonna, you know, just what no. I ate yesterday, <laughs> just what I ate yesterday. We do have a four pack of tickets for the Canton charge game. Let's get you hooked up with that. Uh, that's this Saturday, the fourth Fantone's your in arena host. Mm-hmm. We'll take caller 15 right now at 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to the Canton charge game and, I can't believe I got to do it. I can't believe I got to do it. But I have to issue an apology to John Kasich, and I will do so next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 106.9. I just killed a few minutes uh, in the Stansbury Show section of WRQK.com because Fantone found some Instagram video of Britney Spears. Dear God. She says, owning my temple, my body through yoga. But I really need to find one of those cool mats. And dude, like, she's just still good. Like, oh, she's, dude, she smoke shows. Though. Like, she still, like, totally has it, like, all together. I mean, she kind of fell off the face of the earth there for a while after she well, shaved her head. You shave your head and go crazy, which was 10 years ago? Yeah, 2007. Yeah, I was working in Fresno. So, yeah, it was 10 years ago at this point. Um, she fell off the map for a while, but in that time, she was obviously taking care of herself. Britney Spears may be hotter now than she was 10 years ago, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, because you're working on it. Right. Versus just being young and hot. Right. No, she's a she's smoke show, man. And she's like, just obviously she knows she's hot and she's wearing a very small amount of clothing and like presenting it as, oh, I'm doing yoga. It's like, come on. Well, now. this bottom, she's just recreating one of her music. Music Come videos on dancing like gyro, but it's uh, it seems as if almost maybe what she's doing is getting ready for a tour. She's got a residency in Vegas right now, so I think she's just kicking it. Oh, is yeah, that what's happening re- with her? She's got a residency, so oh, good for her. Yeah, so I think she's just cashing checks and and doing oh, that's so much doing money. yoga. Yeah. It's so much money. Yeah. Good for her. I actually, um, you know, with it being Fat Tuesday, when I was down in New Orleans for Mardi Gras, she was on one of the floats because she's from Louisiana originally. And it was back at like two, well, 2000 was the, was my first year there. And that's the year I saw her. 
And I mean, she was still pretty new at that point where it was like, oh my God, Britney Spears, let's go see her. Like you had, you wanted to go see her. Sure enough. We ended up right off, uh, right off the parade route and saw her go right by. And it was, she was, you could tell even then it was like, man, are you something else? You're just, you're something else. She is. She's sexy, man. (sighs) Good for her. All right. I didn't want to do this. I I don't like admitting when I'm wrong. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, as nobody is, but I, but I am a big enough man where I will do it. I, uh, and, and I really don't like people who won't. And uh, I do a very good job of telling you when I'm right, but this time I feel like I was, I was not necessarily wrong, just maybe a little too judgmental and a little, um, little harsh on my assessment. But during the election season, I took John Kasich apart. And I mean, I took him apart, A, for not having enough personality to hit a national stage to be president. And I still maintain that I'm ultimately correct about that. Although I think he's got a little bit more than I was giving him credit for, but something had happened during the election season. I was like, you can't do this. You're an idiot. And this is the, this is one of the reasons why you just cannot endear yourself to the American public. And that was, he decided on national TV, he was going to eat pizza with a knife and a fork. And I took him to the woodshed for it. I was like, yeah, dude, when you're going to do these things, you got to get your hands dirty. You got to get in, got to do it the way the people do it. Yeah, you got to look like an American. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to, you have to be able to present yourself as one of us. And I had like jumped up and down on him for weeks on end. I was like, who eats pizza like that? What an idiot. When ultimately you go to Chicago, you do eat pizza like that. I don't know where he, I can't remember where he was. It wasn't Chicago Uh style pizza. He was just eating a slice of pizza. But, you know, occasionally as much pizza as I've had, I have definitely ordered pizza and had sloppy style kind of pizza where eventually you're eating, you know, with a knife and fork. I have done it. It's not the preferred style of eating pizza, but it's one of those things that where you will do it. All right. And so I, I, I jumped up and down on him. I was like, yeah, you can't be president if you do idiotic stuff like that. Right. And I was just I was up on my hill about it. It was very anti-Kasich over that whole thing. And now I got to let him up off the mat because the story is now that current leadership, current president of the United States, Donald Trump, the billionaire playboy who's had money since coming out into the, into the world. Orders steak, well done, and then puts ketchup on it. Jeez. Like a psychopath. Why not just eat a hamburger? Like a psychopath. I mean, that's that's like little kid style eating there. And I think it does raise questions about you as, as an adult. I like... Ultimately, does it mean you're not fit to run the nation? No, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to reach all the way there. But it is, it does say something about the refined taste of you. Because you got to remember, like I said, this guy's always had money. This ain't new money. It ain't like we plucked like a regular right. Joe out of nowhere. This isn't like the movie where like the slack jaw becomes president and will show the, like this it's not Larry the Cable Guy becomes president. Right. Right? Like, right. this guy's had money his entire life. So think about the five-star restaurants that he's been in, let alone owns. He owns five-star restaurants. And this is, like, the taste you have? There's something, I, again, I know I'm being judgmental because I know right now there are adults listening to me who put ketchup on steak who feel like I'm saying something negative about you. Make no mistake. I'm saying something negative about you. 
openly doing it. It is ultra hillbilly, right? Like holes in your best pair of socks hillbilly, kind of. It's very kid rock, the ketchup on a well-done steak. Now, as a kid, it's fine, I get it. Well, as a kid, dude, all you're doing is using whatever you're eating as a vehicle of ketchup, dude. You're a kid. That's all you want. Right. If you could just eat ketchup for dinner, you probably would. I will put ketchup all over French fries, but on a good cut of steak, because that's the other thing. Because people go, well, you know, if you get a cheap steak, okay, fine, I'll meet you halfway. Fine. You put a, you put ketchup all over a cheap steak at a, at a 4th of July barbecue. Donald Trump isn't eating steak like that. He's going right. to the best restaurants in the world and doing this. I mean, and even if it's, yo, we're eating cheap steaks, aren't you putting A1 on it instead of ketchup? Like, I, like if, yes. I get a, if I get a good steak, a good steak doesn't need steak sauce. You shouldn't need A1. If you have a good steak, if you're going out to a restaurant eating something that's been aged and, like, cooked I, properly, you, I know, went, you shouldn't need anything. I went to Bender's a few weeks ago for my buddy's birthday. I ordered the Hoover strip steak there and did nothing to it. You don't need to. Now, it stuff was done to it in the kitchen, that's, obviously. There's seasoning. There's, you know, stuff that came on the side and all little, that. Little dry rub right there. But... I cut into that steak, put one bite of it in my mouth. It was like, this is perfection. And Benders, I'm not kidding. That was perfection. I mean, a good steak doesn't need anything. But if you are going to eat a bad steak, like you said, you know, (laughs) some backyard barbecue, your your brother-in-law overcooked the damn thing. All right, dump half a bottle of A, why not suck it down? And and and. But this is Donald Trump we're talking about. This is, I mean, he owns steakhouses, and so this is your this is your chosen method of eating this. Um, I think it does speak. To who you are. Do you, well, I know you got to have something in there, but you've got to have some sort of like white trash food thing that you do, right? I know you don't put ranch on stuff. I do not put ranch on stuff. So, I mean, essentially you're saying ranch on pizza is the equivalent of ketchup on steak? No, I can't go that far. Okay. I, you know ketchup why? on steak is worse? Because, yeah, ketchup Jeez. on steak is worse. Ranch on pizza is just one of those things I just don't like. Right. It's not, I can't go all the way, because it's so common. Well, it's it's really, as, as far as my world travels have kind of taken me, it's really kind of like a Great Lakes Midwest thing, where, like, if you go someplace and are like, yo, let me get some ranch, people are like, why? You're not eating a salad. People don't necessarily view it as, like, a, a an all-dipper. I mean, I've seen ranch on pizza in Oregon, so I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I see where you're headed. It's there's something about ketchup on steak, which, by the way, listen to this. Oh, my God. I don't know if I should do this or not. But one of my Twitter followers happens to be the better half of our boss. Yeah. And she's tweeted in and says, I'm not going to tell you, but just go ask your boss how he orders his ribeye. Hashtag unfriend. Hashtag like a child. Wow. And so I I will be getting the story on that. Mrs. Dumbass Daryl weighing in. But trophy wise, ketchup on steak is like a psychopath. Like I worry about you. It's like, does Chubbs order it well done with ketchup? Are you kidding me? He hates <laughs> Chubbs. Hates it. Don't do that. Like you know what? Another one of these. And again, it's huh. ketchup. And I love ketchup. But ketchup and macaroni and cheese is kind of kid rock yeah, too. That's yeah. kind of kid rock. Yeah. I, I just, I can't trust you at that point. I mean, I just don't know why you wouldn't get a burger. Like, I've worked in a million restaurants, and one of the things you do in a restaurant is if 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 you're saving, like, those crappy cuts of meat 
for the well done steaks. Like that's, I mean, you're gonna leave the crappiest, like most gristled piece until somebody orders well done, and you're like, all right, they're not gonna taste it anyway. It's just gonna have to be gnawing on shoe leather. What is the, like the white trashiest thing I'll do with food? I just think how much of it I'll eat. Like, I'm not right. sure I have a strange concoction. I just will eat three bags of anything from a window. Um, Which is, that's kind of yeah, uh, <laughs> kid rock mentality there. A little bit right there. When you have an eating contest with yourself. Yeah, I mean, a Bitch, little bit. I always win. Um, I, uh, I don't think I have anything too weird, but uh, my dad... What's your dad do? If if oh, like, your girlfriend's kind of uh, it can be on the tip of this. Her favorite restaurant is Golden, Golden Corral. Corral. My girlfriend loves. Yeah, Golden that's Corral. her favorite restaurant. She's I know. Lit there. I know your girlfriend's got. Stuff. And she's not like a binge eater. She just likes variety. That's her thing. Which hopefully God that doesn't apply to say, penises. I was gonna say, buddy. Please. Um, but my dad keep taking her to charge games. Good <laughs> idea. Good idea. Smart. Smart. My dad will put like. Either a Miracle Whip or B ah! or B mayonnaise doesn't matter which one. Miracle um, Whip is gross, but he will put that into like his bowl of baked beans, and I'm always like, dude, what are you doing? Oh my god! And I guess his mom used to do it, and like that's how he grew up eating them, and that's like just what he he knew. <laughs> now I don't like baked beans, so the thought of eating that at all and is kind of to me not you know appetizing, but. What would you be doing with Miracle Whip and that? Cream of baked beans. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It always Again, like, Miracle Whip for me is a non-starter. No. I think, that's not mayonnaise. Get it off the table. I think most families, most people, somewhere along the line, they've got something like this. Some sort of weird food like, what? Why are you doing that? But that's how you were raised. That's how you did it. And- yeah, I wish I could remember, but I remember growing up and like you would see the look on like kids' faces when your mom would make dinner and they'd be like... What? What's happening there? And then you go to somebody else's house and you'd be head scratching. Like, that doesn't go in that, right? But you're a grown man. You're the leader of the free world. You own five-star restaurants, resort, vacations. So you know if he does this, imagine what he's asked like Michelin star chefs to do in a restaurant where they're just looking at you like you're the clampets. Like we have a clampet as like, and again, I'm notice how like, this is the Trump story I'm doing today. Not the defense spending. Like I'm not getting into the politics of it. All right. I, I, because I, I know it's so polarizing. and I know so many people love the guy, but when we're talking like this stuff, like, I mean, this is the clampet president, but it turns out dude, my boss is a refined guy. It's got a good job. Is this the part where we know she's listening to us and we yeah. tell her, by the way, I don't think she understands how much McDonald's he's eating every day. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's a bag every day. It's not sweet tea. I swear it's not sweet tea. One of these days, I'm going to take jubs. the lid. One of these days, <laughs> I am just going to take the lid off of it and just start drinking it and prove them wrong. The man looks like he is made out of ham. <laughs> he can't do it. That's sweet tea. Oh, dude, Steve tweets in and says, chip dip on pizza is delicious. Dude, you're all going to hell. That's, what? Are you a chips on a sandwich person? You ever do that? Yeah, occasionally. I feel like that's pretty WT. I mean, it's not something I'm going to do every time. Sometimes I'm like, ah, as a a space saver on the plate, if I got two sandwiches and I don't have room for the chips, it's like, ah, just put it on the sandwich, and then all of a sudden you got room on the plate. That, I can be guilty of that. Yes, that's white trash. But again, 
if you tell me to put a collar on and take me to a decent restaurant, I know how to behave. Yeah. Yeah. You're not ordering a chip sandwich at that point. Yeah. I, yeah. You don't go to Bender's and be like, yo, bro, give me some Lay's on this. Put some chips about it. Dude, Mike puts jelly or jam I mean, on his cotton cheese. Uh, his cottage cheese. Ugh. Um, I, 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 I would have to assume. I mean, a lot of fine dining places. And looking back at where I've worked, I don't even know if we had ketchup at all those. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what is a fine dining restaurant? Was a five star restaurant have ketchup for? Mm, yeah, that's a great point. You're not serving fries, dude. Amy says her husband puts yellow mustard on pizza. Ugh. I remember. Dude, what are you guys doing stuff to pizza for? What did pizza ever do to you? Pizza's delicious. Quit ruining it. Ketchup on steak as a grown-up. I I just, I I can't. It's like, honestly, it makes me want to talk like him. Ketchup on steak. Sad. Sad. Worst. Sad. Worst. It just, oh my God. The hillbilliness of that. I just can't get over it. I cannot get over it. We got Skid Row tickets. They're playing April 15th. Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park. We'll get you hooked up with those next on The Stansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. We're going to get you hooked up with Skid Row tickets. That show's April 15th up at the Hard Rock Roxino. Mere minutes away. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Uh, Bo writes in, says, I just wanted to say I listen to the show every morning. Thanks, Bo. You guys are awesome, and you get me home from my job as an EMT up in Akron. Oh, good for you. Really? Thanks, Bo. I'm glad you listen, but I'm glad you're out there saving people's lives. Doing the Lord's work up there. So, uh, thanks for that. He says, that ketchup on uh, steak story, who the hell does that? Yeah, damn right. And it seems like people always want to go back to this with me. Every time I question anything anybody else does, yeah. everybody hits me below the belt with this one. Shut yeah. up! You smell your dental floss. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. But you don't eat it. No, I did not. That's good. I did it all day yesterday, though. I was sitting there on the couch watching TV. I just had those dental hooks. It was awesome. It's good. I'm starving now because of how much we've talked about food. And oh, I'm not yeah. sure. And I'm not sure that if you brought me a steak with ketchup on it, I'd eat it. Steak, ketchup, steak. Nah, I'm not right now. I would. If you brought me a perfectly cooked steak, I would eat it. Now, if it was like, if it was like steak sandwiches and you put ketchup on it, fine. That's fine. Yeah, because, dude, steakums are white trash anyway. Steakums is is to steak is to what? But but I I can can sign off on that. Like like a cheesesteak situation. I put a little ketchup on there. Fine. Yeah, I'm probably more prone to go like, you know, know, a nice white cheese and some mayo. Sure. But that's just me. Right. I mean, but uh, I can make room for that. Pizza sauce it, maybe. When we're talking about like an aged, like dry rubbed steak that you're ordering at a five-star restaurant, I can't say that. I mean, that was my point, is that we're talking about the president and we're talking about a guy who's not new money. This is old money. Had money. Right. I mean, the guy's... I mean, now, granted, he is a fast foodie, though. Like, he remember on the campaign trail, he was, like, all about the fast food. And um, so there is some of that, and I get that, you know, relate to the audience, that whole thing. But this man has eaten in some of the best restaurants in the world, and if you are if you do this to steak, imagine what you do to really pretentious food. Yeah, like uh, a, a, a caviar or something like that. How you, how you sucking that down? This guy, I guarantee you, has looked at Michelin star chefs and has asked them to butcher their food. I, I guarantee you. I, I, I read something. He's big into the meatloaf, President Trump is. He's a meatloafer, and he made Chris Christie get the meatloaf one time. He was like, no, you're what? not ordering something else. He's like, no, Chris Christie, you're ordering what I'm ordering. Get the meatloaf. 
Yeah, I remember. So you have to eat what he eats? Walking within the last two weeks that's uh, that, that, that came out, telling Chris Christie, no, you're eating the meatloaf. That's very strange. I did not, I've never heard that. No, there's been times, you know, you and I have gone out to eat, and I'm like, no, dude, damn, Get I'm this. telling you, it's You delicious. haven't been here yet. Try this. But you're yes. allowed to order what you want. I'm allowed to order what I want. We're grown men. I will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do judge people when they don't take my suggestions. When I tell them what to order in a restaurant, I will... I will be a little judgy there on that. But, the, yeah, I don't know. Again, just the ketchup on steak as a grown-up. You know what it is? Part of it is this, is that I got yelled at for it a ton as a kid. Like, like the Brown Derby was like a, like one of the restaurants my parents always took us to. Right. Still that Brown Derby up in Belden, by the way. What, dude, somebody just said that to me in the hallway. I had no idea about it. I that. think it's like the last Brown Derby <laughs> on the face of the earth, it feels like, but... We used to, there used to be one in Hudson when I was growing up as a yeah. kid. I grew up in Twinsburg, so my dad would take us there after church sometimes. We'd go there, and every time as a kid, when I would put ketchup on a steak, my dad would like grumble about it. So this is something I picked up from him that I've just that I've that I've just taken on. Yeah, but when you're eight, you you don't know anything. But again, I thought he was crazy. <laughs> I was like, "What do you do? You're nuts! It tastes amazing." And then one day, like, yeah, I just became an adult, and then certain things, much how, like, uh, as a kid, you'll drink coffee, and you'll think, oh, bitter, gross, right. don't want it. Beer, same way, uh, right? Yes, but uh, but as an adult, it's like, uh, dude, my life would be incomplete without it. Um, maybe, maybe this is something that we should try. Maybe we should, get, maybe, maybe, maybe I should get a steak today, eat it with some ketchup, because I, dude, when was the last time I did it? When I was probably eight. And who knows? Maybe it's delicious. Maybe we're sitting here crapping on President Trump, and he's onto it. I think the last time I've done it, honestly, was probably like a backyard barbecue type situation where there's a bunch of stuff on the plate and it just happened to like butt up against something. But the last time I made the decision to pour ketchup on a steak, God, it's been forever. So I, uh, I bitch about the Internet a lot. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so I got sucked into a clickbait article yesterday. Okay. And it says this hotel is the scariest motel in the world. Okay. Or was it the country? Whatever. America's scariest motel. Okay. Okay. Which, God, I'm going to assume they're talking about the town manor right there on Tusk right there, because every time I drive by it, I feel like I'm living a nightmare. Like the people that are alive, the people that are in that building right now, who knows what's going on in that world? The town manor or the Canton Inn right across the street, dude. Actually, you just drive down Tusk, and it is like a collection of the scariest motels in America. Yeah, honestly, that that whole little stretch there. Once you get into Perry, like once you're driving into Maslin, and there's all those sketchy-ass motels, dude. I don't understand it. Or, or as you're calling them, where you live. <laughs> so, so Canton, Ohio, in the past two, three, four years, has built a million hotels. We have two many hotels from the get-go, but we're building all these extra ones, yet somehow or another, those seedy-ass motels on Tusk still stay around. I'd love to know who's in there. So, yeah, I would like, actually, I don't think you would. Probably I think, don't. Yeah, no, I don't think you do. Um, wanted posters is, as I think, primarily that, uh, that, that whole base. But so I got sucked into this scariest motel in the United States, and okay. I open it, and it's actually a place that, that I have been. Oh, okay. It's a, it, it's a motel that I've actually not only been to, but stayed in. And it is kind of, it has like the lore, and every town's kind of got the, oh my God, you can't stay there. It's crazy. And it's this place called the Clown Motel in Tonopah, Nevada. 
and I've been to Tonopah a million times. If you live in Vegas or if you spend time in Vegas, sooner or later, if you have family that lives there, you got to be in other parts of the state. Tonopah just becomes part of what you have to do. And it's just part, it was one of these things that it just became a part of like a weekend trip of something that I had to do. And sure enough, we stayed at the Clown Motel because the lore of how crazy it is. Now, maybe because I don't have any fear of clowns whatsoever, that a bunch of clowns being in the lobby of a place doesn't freak me out like that. But like, there's absolutely nothing to this hotel whatsoever. It's been debunked 5,000 times by people who live there and all this stuff. And sure enough, if you've never been to Tonopah, Nevada, you read this and go, oh my God, that's going to be really scary. I guess, dude, I just don't buy into hauntings. Well, I, I don't either, but I think people love to be scared and you buy into things because you want that rush. You want that feeling. So I think most people probably know, like, yes, this isn't legit haunted, but it's like, well, if I'm putting myself into a scary moment, you know, eh, it feels exciting. It feels like danger, but it's not really dangerous. So I guess I can understand why people want to go to the clown motel. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, like I got sucked in and it was like, you know, it was one of those click left and click this. And it's like the 15 scariest places you get down to. And it was like, oh my God, this whole place, this whole article has been a joke. I know the clown motel. Well, I've stayed there more than once. I mean, you know, I, I guess considering. No, it's right next door to the cemetery. Ooh, creepy. Um, I remember, I remember, I guess it was probably last year when like everyone was like, oh my God, there's clowns in every city in America. And we all, yeah, what happened to clowns? we all got so scared and everyone put it on the news and it was like oh there's a clown he was standing oh my god what did happen with that who knows dude probably same thing that happened with the macarena who knows just died off just, just nobody's interested in doing it anymore right so it turns out uh and we know a, a lot of people in the restaurant business yeah. as uh let me say yeah nick has tweeted in and he has copied and pasted the locations page of the brown derby.com and uh dude there's one in belden village there's one in Lynnhurst. There's one up in Bagley, off of Bagley in Middleburg Heights. There's one in Medina and uh, Streetsboro, appropriately. And then uh, it looks like Ontario, Ohio, has one as well. He says, excellent food. Used to be a chef there. Used to work there. I mean, I just feel like at this point, nobody told those Brown Derby locations, like, yo, dude, we've been shut down for like 10 years. You guys have just been here working, ordering food. Sorry. That operation's been one of those restaurants where it kind of went back, forth, back, forth. Was like really fine dining, then went to more like, you know, casual, you know, uh, you know, OG Olive Garden type-ish, and then tried to go back to really fine dining. I mean, it's been kind of all things to all people for a long, long time. They've kind of gone back and forth uh, on the whole, but I haven't been to one of those in forever. I had no idea there was one of those here i might do that maybe i'll do that i'll have to buy a car first which i think i am uh doing today actually Jeez. yeah no i uh i, I think i i think i have uh found the dealership found the car that i like it's uh you know appropriately priced and uh well i'm i actually I, you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ask one of the salespeople today for a ride up to where i need to go it's about 15 miles from here i'm gonna ask one of them to give me a ride be like come on help me out to me, you know, do your boy solid. Help me out. Take me to the car dealership. So, I, but I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to circle the drain and get that done today. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. There, we do have Skid Row tickets. Let's pass those out as uh, they're playing the Hard Rock Roxino on April the fifteenth. We'll take caller seventeen right now. One 7625 And I hate to keep hitting you over the head with food stories, but apparently something is going on at one of Fantone's least favorite fast food operations. And uh, it this might make it one of your least favorite fast food operations, too. That'll happen next on Rock 106.9. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the program. 
Online for you, WRQK.com. Head over there, check out the Stansbury Show section. Everything coming and going to Netflix in March can be found right there. Uh, I was talking earlier, I'm pretty excited. March 1st, you'll get Memento, uh, which is a movie I love and uh, have seen a thousand times, but I'll watch it for sure that first week that it's on Netflix. Um, And again, that's one of those movies, if you've never seen Memento, I urge you to do it. It's a really good watch. But put your phone in your pocket. Put the tablet down. If you text or call or do anything else during Memento, you're going to be lost five minutes into the movie. Even if you're not texting and and, and yeah, doing you, things, you can get lost in that movie. It's real easy. you got to be on your game for that movie. Well, it's like... um, like, That's what I like about it. It's like the first time you watch like Pulp Fiction where it's like, oh my God, why what is, year is so this? So many things are moving around and oh my God, which, which timeline are we facing right now? But I'm still not convinced I know what year Pulp Fiction was in. It's a good, uh, it's a good movie, Memento is. Another movie uh, like Memento, uh, very similar, where you got to keep your eyes on it, I believe done by the Nolan brothers uh, also, was The Machinist. I love that movie. What's that guy's name? Christian Bale. That's it. Christian Bale. Yeah. He lost like 110 pounds or something to play that role. Like he's bone thin. That's like the, it's like a, you know, it's integral to the plot. But The Machinist, if you see that movie, watch that. The plot twist in that movie was, it was damn good. Damn good movie. But stay up to date. Everything coming and going. Netflix via WRQK.com. All right. Uh, Again, I hate to be so food heavy because I know sometimes this show can be very guilty of that because of my food obsession and like my, you know, eating habits and how much I'll eat and like that kind of thing. Have you seen Star County? (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, Ken, Ohio, they like a little something to eat. Fair point. I mean, this is... Very, uh, it's very restaurant heavy. This town, it's a big man's town. There's no question about like it, it, dude. I mean, every, every, every fast food restaurant I can think of is represented in Canton, Ohio. Every, yeah, like even like Chick Fil A's are hard to find. Canton has one. Even I mean, dude, any any chain restaurant like an Applebee's, Fridays, anything like that, just go up into Belton Village, you'll find it, dude. I mean, dude, Canton loves to eat. There's no question about it. See, Canton, I'm really the morning host you deserve. That's, that's, that's really the one you that's, got. that's really that's how that works. I'm I'm the right I'm the right guy for the gig. But one of the places you're not crazy about, and I'll eat a lot, especially when I'm trying to like cut down on what I'm eating and lose weight because sure. you can keep track of the calories and, and like all that really easily, is Subway. I will go into the Subway. The Subway diet, if you kind of stick to it and, and watch what you eat and do that whole thing, you you will lose weight doing it. I do it all the time. Now, I put in, I guess it was really like majority of my high school life there as a Subway sandwich artist. I was, you know, a, uh, a, a shift supervisor. I was, you know, a sandwich artist extraordinaire, some people might say. But no, dude, at this point, His I am. Mother, I that's have, who would say that. I have reached the point of saturation with Subway, and I, I don't need it. I mean, I, I do 10 times out of 10, I'm going to Jimmy John's yeah, yeah, or, or any other sandwich option other than Subway. Jimmy John's is really it's good. delicious. And, and it's not necessarily billed towards health. They're billed towards, we're still delicious. Scrum diddly umptious. But the thing with Jimmy John's, if you wanted to go diet style at Jimmy John's, you could. You just got to make the selections right. yourself that way. Absolutely. No cheese, no mayo. Yeah, and you, all of a sudden you're eating a better tasting sandwich than Subway. 
Yeah, I can't argue it. Yeah, get a turkey tom, dude. And you, you no, no mayo, no cheese. And, and you're going to be fine. Yeah. And it's right. cheaper than Subway, too, dude. That's the Is guy, it? Dude, that's my gripe with Subway nowadays. Man, oh, oh, we got a $6 foot long. It's like, well, number one, what happened to the $5 foot long? We'd all love to know that. You know, at least at that point. Remember when it was $5 all foot longs, too? At least at that point, when it was the $5 foot long, they I was were like, kind of one of the first people to do that. I was like, dude, there's a ton of food. It's only five bucks. I'm poor. Let's just eat it and I'll be fine with it. Now it's like, dude, I'm spending $7.75 for a foot long sub and then I got to get chips and a drink. I'm up over 10 bucks. Why am I eating here? Yeah, two people at Subway's 22 bucks. Why, why am I eating here? I mean, welcome to it. Um, all and, the meats taste the same. The bread's gross. Yes. I, I, well, okay. Let's stay away from terms like gross. I, uh, I personally, I, Subway does have one of those things where everything starts to, to taste like Subway. It Applebee's does. is the same way. I feel like no matter what I get at Applebee's, if you put a blindfold on me, I know that's where I am by the taste of it. I just feel like the Subway and Applebee's have that in common. They're both good, but I but I know where I am by a blind taste test for sure. You could never trick me with either one of those two places because everything they have kind of has that inherent this is us taste to it. You're right about that. So it turns out though that a DNA study by Trent University and the CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcast Corporation, has revealed that chicken products from Subway contain less than 50% chicken DNA. They say here, it shows that the fillets contain just 53.5% chicken DNA. The strips were found to contain less than that at 42.8%. Oh, yeah, because Subway has the two different kinds of chicken. They, they have the strips like, and the, the patties, kind of. They have like the what is, what is sold to you as the chicken breast sandwich <sighs> that they heat up and i used yeah. to eat that thing all the time yeah. back in the day but i will say that now even as a person who will totally eat subway and be fine with it i will not eat that there no dude there's uh there's just something it feels like franken food and like i i'm not against like oh genetically modified foods you know I, I i'm completely okay with science and food being together um but there's something about that subway chicken that i just does not appeal to me uh, Mike tweets in and says, Stansberry, going from two pounds of grandma's potato salad to just about anything, you'll lose weight. It's not just the subway there. And Mike, I'm actually gl- uh, glad that to, to know that you're listening today and tweeting because, uh, uh, dude, you do something I was uh, that a friend of mine's trying to get me into, which is, and I don't know if I'm saying this properly, is it the, is it the keto diet? It's K-E-T-O, okay. and, and it's apparently it's the new form of just eat meat and cheese. Like the it's it, it's like an update of the Atkins diet from what I understand. But this guy Mike, who listens to us, has been doing yeah. it for a few years. Has lost a ton of weight. Apparently, his wife and his kids are on it too. They're all healthier. Claim that that they feel a lot better and it's cured a couple of things. You're in this, and a friend of mine, Mike, is trying to talk me into this, and I'm really lazy. So if you'll send me like a breakdown of the diet. That, that you've already done the hard work for, I would really be appreciative. I want to look into the keto diet and see if it's something that I can do. But uh, it seems too good to be true because it's everything you want to eat. It's like steaks and burgers and chops and cheese and, like, you just can't eat bread, it seems like. <laughs> Those all-or-nothing diets, you got to be careful because the moment you cheat even a little and give your body carbs, you balloon. I mean, listen, obviously, you, you are going to diet how you want to diet. I just think cutting back is probably the easiest, most effective way for you to get totally something is. done. It totally is. 
But they claim that there are other health benefits to this too. And, and like, so and I'm saying he's been doing it a few years. He seems to benefit. So, Mike, if you're willing to send me that, please do. I would, uh, I, I would like to look that over. Now, I know you aren't going to Subway anytime soon. No. But if you were to eat at a place like this and find yeah. this out. Well, remember when Taco Bell, uh, the big, oh my God, the meat's only meat? 70% meat or whatever the case might be. I know there are fillers in food. You're, 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 you're crazy to think otherwise. Yeah, there is. Even especially when food's cheap. Especially when food's cheap, when it's in a restaurant, when it's mass produced like that, there's going to be filler in your food. There's, there's filler even, in the hamburgers you're eating. Even, yeah, even if you go to a grocery store and buy food, there's going to be like in your chicken breast, those are pumped up with salt water. There's going to be additives in your food, um, but the number below 50%, I feel like that is pretty concerning. And like, what am I, what, what am I eating here? Yeah, less than half. That's not good. Like, if you told me 20% of something. Right. If you're like, well, you know, there's there's 15% of this is, is other additives. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, uh, that makes sense, but over 50% is a lot. Oh my God. What? Apparently, dude, they have paid like $10,000 worth of fines over this stuff before and are not changing the big uh, business practice. Apparently, that's where the issue is coming in. Is that they've dealt with this and they're just like, screw it. We'll keep we on making care. cheap chicken. This is the cheap way to do it. We're going to do it this way. Well, yeah. I mean, dude, that's why that's why, that's, 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 that's why Subway tastes the way it tastes. Like, I mean, and I guess they don't need us. There's a Subway on every goddamn corner in America. You know what I mean? Like, I, like the, look, the Italian BMT is delicious. You yeah. get that? That's delicious. Any of the cured meats at Subway, that's the way to go. You go ham, roast beef, or turkey, they all taste the same. At least with the cured meats, it tastes a little bit different. Yeah, though. I mean... Cold dude, Cut Trio, same way, is a little bit different tasting. I can get a... Uh, I'm normally... If I'm going to go to Subway, it's probably going to be the spicy Italian and get it toasted, a little bit of mayo. Dude, if a spokesperson... Olive oil. If a spokesperson banging kids didn't take them down, I don't think 50% of chicken is going to take them down either. You know what I mean? Subway ain't going nowhere. Fair point, right? I mean, dude, if you Fair can point. survive, if you can survive a a a, a, a spokesman banging children, right? <laughs> like you're Teflon at that point. What will America put up with, dude? Chi-Chi's fell apart for scallions, <laughs> dude, and 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 Subway's like, nah, it's no big deal, Jared. Who cares? Fifty percent chicken, whatever. Jesse's telling me to watch Forks Over Knives. Okay. Um, yeah, I've actually watched that before, and this it, dude, is, it's it's any other food documentary where they tell you, oh my god, the oh amount my god, of sugar, it's oh my gosh, the amount of this, that, and the other thing. And yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, food food is you know mass produced food is going to have things that are like <gasps> to you, it's just going to. Uh, Jimmy tweets in says you should be having your lunch at That's a Wrap instead of Subway. Anyhow, yeah, we it was just earlier mm-hmm. this morning we were talking mm-hmm. about That's a Wrap, and now that's one of our favorite places downtown. Yeah, we love that place. They have a uh, a Fat Tuesday menu available only today. Yeah, we're just telling you about that just because we like it. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, we're not getting paid. We don't get paid yeah. to tell you anything. Come on. Oh, come, come on. on. That we didn't need. We didn't need that. But I'm happy you did it, not me. <laughs> we will start new Turd Tuesday. We will do so next on Rock 106.9. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. About to start new Turd Tuesday. If you're new to the program, here's how it works. We play a couple of new songs. We vote on them. And we bar no format there. Uh, normally, we start with a pop record, then move into a country record, and then play a uh, and then play a record from our format, which is the rock format, rock and roll. And then we try to uh, give you a local, and we have one today uh, that we have put into the system. We have listened to it. You'll get a chance to hear it here shortly, and uh, we'll make you aware. It's just a uh, he, he doesn't have a band name. It's just a guy named Chris sent me the. Uh, I'm sorry, Corey. Okay. Uh, sent me an email and said, "Look, it's just uh, I'm just." This is an original composition of mine. I'm a vocalist. 
multi-instrumentalist, he claims. Ah, one-man band. From Canton, Ohio. has been in uh, some band, <laughs> uh, some bands here locally called a, uh, a Silence Within he was in. Is he going to have like the big bass drum on his back and the cymbals on his knees and the little harmonica holding I up, will admit a banjo around his neck? That multi-instrumentalist kind of sounds like <laughs> mixologist, meaning bartender. It right. does kind of sound like... Let's, uh, you know, custodian. It kind of sounds like that. <laughs> to me, it sounds like, Corey, you should go make some friends and be in a band, dude. <laughs> like, get, some, get some buddies, man. Man, we haven't even listened to the record yet. You're burying the kid. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Uh, so we, we will start this week's episode with DJ Khaled. Uh, and you'll know it's him because he'll say it only oh, yeah. 7,000 times in the middle of the song. You gotta let him know. But he brought Jay-Z and Beyonce into this. This song's called Shining. I haven't heard it yet, but my guess is it's about having a lot of money. Yeah. 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 We the best music. We the best music. I worked my whole life for this one. Yeah. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. It's always another one. He's all, I mean, dude, he's made a career out of just saying, we're the best. Another one. There's like five of these dudes. There's that guy. DJ Clue was the guy like yeah. back in the day that would yeah. do that. Mike Will is another one of these. You always know Mike Will made it because Mike Will tells you Mike Will made it. And uh, there's mustard on the beat. Mustard on the beat is another one. Mustard is so good, dude. Mustard is really good. Uh, But there's like five of these guys. And DJ Khaled's like the hot one right now. We the best. Another one. Made a bigger name for himself on Snapchat than he did with music even. Like his Snapchat like kind of made him famous. DJ Khaled. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all right. There's Beyonce, being Beyonce, not reinventing the wheel or anything. No, no, not re, not really reaching for the stars there. I like the beat. I was just wondering if Jay Z's gonna make him change the beat when he comes in. He loves doing that. Yeah. He loves when it's like, nope, I'm on the record now. We're gonna change the way it sounds. I get my own separate beat inside of a song. Jay Z loves that. Let's get to Jay Z. Like enough of her. This was obviously a vehicle for her. Yeah, it's a Beyonce song, I think. Um, is he just getting credit for being married to her and taking a producer's credit? Probably. Money don't make me happy, and a fella can't make me fancy. We're smiling for a whole other reason. It's all smiles through all four seasons. Shining, 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 yeah. 
Chorus is decent. I mean, she she doesn't she's a strong enough performer on her own where she can like she. I mean, the girl has a ton of hit records. Beyonce has a ton of hit records. But something about this is just like, well, get somebody else in there. What what, what are we doing? Like, it just seems like uh, I'm a little saturated with Beyonce. Yeah, I'm not loving it. And I like her. It's not like I hate her. I felt like Lemonade was a big swing and a miss. And I mean, so did everybody else. It sold just over a million copies. I mean, that was a big, she made an unrelatable record and then got mad when nobody related to it. And that was kind of strange, but she does have a slew of hits before that project came out. Um, but I'm with you where this feels incomplete. It feels like you need, it says featuring Jay-Z too. And it feels like, Let's dude, you, you need Jay-Z here. Great singer, but she no. has something about her voice that I like. Yeah, I don't hate her voice or anything. That dance. That dance. Hey, don't try to try to hold me down. Don't try to try to hold me now. Oh, please, please. We were told you were part of this. It would be helpful. Another one. Make them wait. One ain't enough, I need two. And that makes the ace with the deuce. Hit a triple double in the garden. I got my left wrist like I'm hardened. Ran to the dealer, boy, twin Mercedes. The European trucks for the twin babies. Don't let me have a son, I'm a fool. Send them to school and all my dreams. I want a boy and girl to fight for truth. Whatever God give me, I'm cool. I've been winning so long, it's like alchemy. I've been playing cards with the house money. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage, 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 21 Grammys, I'm a savage, 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 the problem is, is that DJ Khaled's like one of the hottest things in music right now. Beyonce's one of the hottest things in music right now. Jay-Z's always kind of like one of the hottest things in music right now. And this does not sound like it came from three of the hottest things in music right now. It just doesn't sound like that to me. It's a better music bed than it is song. I was right, though. It is a song about having a lot of money and being better than everybody else. Wow. Again, DJ Khaled. No one to end the song. Just fade. There you go. Jeez. Fantone, give me the vote on that one, buddy. Eh, it's half a turn. Uh, Jay-Z verse was pretty solid. I mean, not the greatest verse of his career. Beyonce was pretty all right. Not the greatest song of her career. And DJ Khaled put forth a decent bed. So, I mean, I'm not in a rush to go listen to that again. But at the same time, if that ever hits it on the radio, I'll be like, all right, it's on. It's okay. So I'm going to call it half turd. I'm going to go full-blown turd. It's a turd. I feel like DJ Khaled was the best part. He gave you, it was a great beat. Beyonce kind of like stepped all over. It wasn't that great. And Jay-Z's told me for 
six albums straight now that men lie, women lie, numbers don't. It's like, dude, how many times are you going to go back to that? I understand that's what all people do. Rap music. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. But it's like, mm, uh, you used to say that, and I believe it because the songs were that good. You've been saying it a while, and the songs haven't been good for a long time. I got to vote major turd on that. We'll be right back with brand new Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road, next on Rock 106.9. Turd or not, new Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Norm McDonald tickets to give you. He's playing uh, April the 14th at the Hard Rock Roxino. We'll pass those out before the end of the program. We're in the middle of uh, New Tour Tuesday. Already plays you the new DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z and Beyonce. We were split on that. Uh, Fantone voted half a turd. I voted full turd there. Did not like it. And now we have new Sam Hunt. And I'm not the biggest Sam Hunt fan. I don't mind his stuff. I just... It seems to me when he writes a song and gives it to somebody else, it ends up being a great record. Like, he wrote We Are Tonight for Billy Currington. I love that song. He wrote Cop Car that Keith Urban wrote, uh, that uh, you know recorded. I love that song. But when you hear, uh, you go back and listen to Sam Hunt's like, mixtape and like hear his versions of them, they're not as good. I don't know. There's just something about it. I just there's he's He doesn't go all the way there for me for some reason. But he is a huge hit maker. People love him. Um, he's actually going out on, uh, I believe, his first like headlining tour here soon, and uh, his really his first headliner. That's I, I, I would have figured this guy would have been on the road. Uh, no, you know. that's uh, been another point of contention I've had with him is that he does a lot of supporting tours, and yet nobody's been real pushing him on like a headlining tour yet. And uh, I believe he is getting ready to go do one here shortly, and uh, he has got a new song out. It's called "Body Like a Back Road." I'm guessing she's curvy. Is what I'm guessing. Well, a beat country number here. He, he's big into that. He's hearing a little whistle right oh, there. Yeah. yeah, he's letting her know. He's no. letting her know. A little cat call from the truck right well, there. Of course, dude. You got iced tea in a mason jar. Ah. Got a girl from the south side. Got brazen hair. Does Sam Hunt, is he, is he, did, did he catch the black a little bit? I oh, think he, God, yeah. I think he tries to sound a little urban there. Well, dude, he played college quarterback. Oh, Yeah, dude, he played college yeah. quarterback. Yeah, you play football, and yeah. sooner or later you're going to get caught up in some yeah. black vernacular. Right That's there. how that goes. Hear that? Parents, don't let your kids play football. Terrible. Got blazing hair. Got blazing hair. Got blazing hair. What did you just say, dude? Nobody knows. Got a girl from the south side. Got braids in her hair. Braids in her hair. Braids in her hair, yeah. Walk by. Walk by. Walk by. Walk by. Had to get her number. God. Me like six weeks. Now me and her go way back. Like Cadillac Is he going to ask her a question next? Is that what's going to happen? Because to me, it sounds like he wants to ask Dude, her out. That whole Southern thing gets weird. It's like, are you black? Are you not? Are you? Is it just Southern? Is it Creole? What the hell's happening? There's a lot of that in the South. Now me and her go way back. Like Cadillac Cadillac seeds, dude. How black are you, bro? Like, I mean, that's fair. Like, come on. I mean, that's just it. If two chains would have said that, we'd be like, dude, that's a damn good line right there. Now me and her go way back, like Cadillac seeds. Dear God. Body like a back road, driving with my eyes closed. I know every curve like the back of my hand. Doing 15 in Just as fast as I can. 
screw people that go under the speed limit. What is wrong with oh, you? Oh, the worst kind of humans. 15 and a 30? Oh, go worst, after yourself. Worst kind of humans there are are the slow drivers. Honestly, even worse than ketchup on steak people. I, I never go. I, I, dude, I'm a five mile over at the most, dude. I'm a speed limit driver, and I don't get mad at people who are going the speed limit because I don't know if you have a kilo of Coke and a dead hooker in your trunk. I'm not trying to get you in trouble, but, uh, dude, you need to go at least the speed limit. I am totally trying <laughs> to get you in trouble. If there's a kilo of Coke and a dead hooker in there. I mean, the Coke I can look past. It's the dead hooker. The Coke you can maybe give me the split. Man, this is not good. I just don't get this dude. Like, I just don't get him. Like, he's all the rage. He's one of the biggest stars in that format, and he just lays flat to me. Like, I've never heard a Sam Hunt recorded song. Like I said, he writes a ton of good stuff, gives it away. But, like, when he does it, it's always like, eh. It's almost there. And I think this guy honestly sells records and he's become a hit because chicks want to bang him. Is he, he handsome? Oh, he's very handsome. Ooh. And he's very hipster country. Ooh. Like he's a, one of those kind of guys. He's got the quaff haircut. Ooh. He's got that. Yeah. he's so By hipster country, do you mean banging Bobby Bones? Is that what you're implying? Or, or, well, or, again, no? Bobby was early on him and was like, this is the guy that's going to like change country music. And he has, but for the worse... And yeah, I don't think Sam Hunt's all that good. I always like in songs when like the guy is responding to himself, like yeah. you know, man, she got hips like honey, and then somewhere along the line, he had to record himself going, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> sounds good," like, by itself, <laughs> right, right, just standing there going, "Uh huh, yeah." There's some producer, and like a hundred <laughs> times that day too, it's like eight o'clock. Everybody just wants to go home, and there's Sam Hunt still in the studio going, "Yeah, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah." <laughs> yeah, you're right. The outtakes would be awesome of that. Like, again, he wrote Vacation for Thomas Rhett. And Thomas Rhett ended up having a halfway decent hit with it. And you hear his version, and it's terrible. I don't get this dude at all. Where are those, by the way? Yeah, it's a, it's a question I've been asking where, myself. Where are the Boondocks? And why? When does that start? Uh, you, you remember the TV show, The Boondocks? It was like one of the blackest shows of all time. The only other time I've ever even heard someone talk about Boondocks is in country music songs. Where did that all come to be? How did that all happen? I don't know the answer to that. Where are the Boondocks? Dude, quit talking about black people and things <laughs> I don't know. I worry every time that we're being offensive. <laughs> Keep me in the black end of the pool that I know. <laughs> On the Howard Heaven, at the south of a smile. Mm. Get there when we get mm. there. Mm. Had to do that about a thousand times, too. That's not safe. Don't do that. No. You know, he's kind of like, 
Jimmy Buffett and Uncle Cracker, and that doesn't sound any good. Like, that's exactly who he is, and that's why it's not any good. Samon needs a little more Seeger, a little less Uncle Cracker. Yeah, that's the fix. Yeah. Sam, pretend like you said something funny and laugh in the background. <laughs> Just do it. Just okay, say it. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll get right on it. Yeah, he's a tight jeanser. He's a, he's one of those. Quaff haircut. And yeah, manufactured. And I'm not. I'm not a fan. Give me the vote on that one. <laughs> it's half a turn. Um, if you like Bro Country, I don't understand how you dislike Sam Hunt. I mean, the guy is a decent enough singer. I mean, he's not a great voice, but a lot of country music isn't a great voice. Yeah, he's a better he's, voice than a lot. Yeah, I'll say that. Easily digestible music. I mean, it's a fun kind of poppy song, but I don't like Bro Country, so I'm not going to vote it uh, not a turd. But it, it seems to me like that's a country music radio hit. Not as twangy as most country radio, but most radio is getting away from that. That's the big critique against against country is that music it's not now. Country is that enough. it's not country enough yeah. so it to me that seems like a 99.7 fastball i'll call it half a third i think it probably is a 99.7 fastball i do i think it probably will be a decent record for him i just hate it and so i'm gonna vote turd it's a turd yeah i am not i was not a fan now Stands again right, driving the hammer i have a little anti-sam hunt bias i do i just think the guy's wildly overrated and it, like i said dude when he wrote the song for billy currington really good wrote the song for keith urban really good wrote the song for thomas rett good it's like because all those guys have that thing they all have that star power we can really do this kind of thing and sam hunt feels like Ah, bro, you're almost done. Little disappointed Sam Hunt didn't go into a Sam Hunt monologue in the middle of it. Like, hey, man, it's me, Sam Hunt. I'm, I'm driving, down, book in the middle driving out of his background, and I'm, I'm going to go out to the bar, man. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to bang this chick. And he didn't do one of those. He so that was a little disappointing. Yeah, a little. Uh, Much like a five-finger death punch monologue in the middle of the song, I need a Sam Hunt monologue. Apparently, I have pissed off the people with the ketchup on the steak thing. Here we go. Apparently, <laughs> Here we a, go. A, 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 apparently sophisticated a-holes is really, a, he's like, I love the show, but enough of that. Well, I mean, it's like a big thing going on today, and honestly, it is white trash, and that's why you're mad at me and why you're tweeting at me about Son it, cause, bitch. because you do it, yeah. and you feel yeah. like I've called you out, because, bro, I am calling you out. That is white trash as hell. New Lincoln Park, and then locally, Corey. <laughs> Makes his new Turd Tuesday debut. Hang on. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Nearing the end of New Tour Tuesday, already played you in the new DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. We were split. I voted turd. Fantone voted half. And I believe we were uh, in unison on the new Sam Hunt, Body Like a Back Road, being a turd. I voted half. Oh, did you? I voted half. Yeah, I was not a fan. And uh, we do have the new Linkin Park. We're going to get to that. And also locally, a uh, well solo vocalist there, Corey, out of Canton. Used to be in a silence within. Ah, shame they broke up. I'm not sure they broke up. Maybe just Corey's not with the band. <laughs> Give Corey the boot. Screw Corey. I have not seen the behind the music on a silence within. I don't know. I don't. I don't know all the comings and goings of uh, of all the band members. Yeah, I will have to check it out. I don't. We don't have that. We will. Uh, we will hold off. Do the local last. And. Uh, <clears throat> 
Oh my god, the, the, the anti-ketchup guy's mad now because I called it white trash, but he's black and it wants to know if it's black trash. Yes, it's whatever you are, trash. add trash to it on uh. top of it. Ketchup on steak equals trash. Let's move forward. Okay, New Lincoln Park. Now, you've heard this. Yes, I have. And you nominated this for this segment solely on the on the fact that you feel like it's bad. Not very good. Yes, that was why I, I, when I heard it, I was like, what is this? Is this Lincoln Park? Is this awful? This is awful. It's that this bad. terrible. Okay, so it's New Lincoln Park, yeah. and it's called Heavy. I don't like my mind right now. What? <sighs> so... Obviously, after his tenure with Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Chester has caught a lot of feelings. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of feelings, and he's going to tell you about them. Oh, God. He was always a little, like, disappointed. So the song's not heavy. It's life is heavy. Yeah. Oh. Stacking up problems that are so unnecessary Wish that I could slow things down I want to let go, but there's comfort in the panic And a job There's comfort in the panic, Sansbury. You gotta know that. That sounds like some some meme that a fat chick on Facebook would share, right? I mean, essentially, and I guess we're talking about Linkin Park lyrics, so is there a difference at all? Ah, uh, yeah, it's kind of that. <laughs> it is a band for those. It is a band for those. I want to let go, but there's comfort in the I mean, when's the last time they released anything good? It's been a while. Burn it down? It's been a while. And that was 10 years ago. That was a long time ago. what you were saying to me. I drive myself crazy thinking everything's about me. Yeah, I drive myself crazy because I can't escape the gravity. Oh, my God. Oh my yeah. God. Now, I have always said this. I've been on record for 10 plus years saying Chester Bennington cannot sing a lick. He cannot sing at all. Well, and that was okay when Linkin Park was the. Yeah, when he was when, doing when that. When you were doing that, that's right. okay. And we've said it a million times. You don't have to be a great singer to be a great no. frontman. But when you no, try to sing. David Lee Roth can't sing a lick either. But when you try to sing and you're a bad singer, well, uh, this is the result. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's bad. Why is everything so heavy? Dude, that sounds so bad. It sounds like a producer hasn't gotten to it yet. Oh. Can't carry life's problems. When? Why does Lu, Why is Lincoln Park trying to be Lucas Graham? What is happening? This chick seems like Kiara or something like that. Sure. She can sing though. Right. This is Lincoln Park, 2017 Lincoln Park. We're listening to. Like, oh, you guys are playing the pop song right now. Boy, this is terrible. Five seconds of summer. I hate him, Phantom. Why are we playing this crap? Oh, right. It's Lincoln Park. Like, that's what that's. You're right. This is like. Like I'm expecting, are they going to break in and tell me how they like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch? Is exactly. that is that what's going to happen next? 
I mean, it almost sounds like a Chainsmoker song or something like that, you oh, know? No wonder I don't Here, like it. Here's a crappy, mediocre singer and, and sort of a techno-y beat, and you guys are going to love it. You know what? Let's not pretend Linkin Park didn't think about that when they did oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, of course they did. I mean, What's it, popular right now? Let's go make one of those records. Absolutely, that's what they did. You're telling me to tell me that Linkin Park doesn't have artistic integrity? They'll just do whatever they have to do to sell records? Never would have guessed it. <laughs> I was early on that. <laughs> Where's Mike Shinoda with the white dude rap? Get him in here. He's staying as far away from this record as he can get, right? Yo, it's Mike Shinoda with the white dude rap. He was all... All right, that's an interesting question. Who's always been the weakest link of Linkin Park uh, like that? I don't know, because they both complement each other well enough, because he's not a great rapper, he's not a great singer, and then you just kind of... They like, hide oh. a lot of flaws for one another. Um, But I would say Mike Shinoda probably stronger than Chester Benningfield, right? Ooh, I don't know. I think the parts of the Linkin Park songs I like the most is when Chester's kind of losing it. I think, yeah, Mike's probably a better rapper than Chester is singer. I will grant you that. But, like, I don't know. Linkin Park will always be crawling for me. So I guess maybe, like, I always hear crawling and, like, him singing that chorus. And so, like, that's always going to be Linkin Park for me, somewhere I belong to, like, that kind of thing. I think Mike Shinoda, for me, is the weaker of the, of the two links. Well... It's like asking, who's going to win, the Browns or the Lions? We'll figure out next. Jesse just <laughs> tweeted and says, tell Linkin Park Kobe Calais wants their song back. That is so true. Why is everything so heavy? Holding Woof. So much more than I can carry. I keep dragging around. It is a chain smoker song. That's exactly what this is. And that's why I hate it. Why is so I mean, do rock stations aren't going to touch this song, are they? No, you wouldn't. I mean, I, I mean, not even alternative stations can do that. Right. I mean, you know, Rock 106.9 is a little bit more tried and true and tested. But even like radio stations who play new rock records, eh, I don't think I'm you're going to touch in that. Yeah. I mean, I know guys who program stations like that who have good ears who are going to say that's not good enough. And then Lincoln Park's management is going to say, but we'll send your listeners out to Las Vegas to go be a part of the Lincoln Park tour bus, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, all right, well, we'll play it in the overnights. And that's how radio works. <laughs> yeah. You oh, no, sh- we'll give you your spins for the promotion. For sure we will. You guys just got to see behind the curtain. All right. We know your vote. You yeah. voted turd there. It's a turd. I don't feel like I have to defend it either. No, right, there it is. I, I voted turd all the way through it. That song was terrible. It's a turd. Do you have a local artist here? He uh, was formerly, <laughs> formerly he was in a silence within. His name's Corey. All right. That's all I got. His name's Corey. That's all I got. Songs. Uh, the song is called Push, and it's, wait for it, directly out of his SoundCloud. That's go. how you know it's going to be good. Here, here we go. Here's Push. Now production value is always going to be. Local uh, band, right. local artist, got to weigh that in. Now, Corey's a one-man band, you said, right? Well, he says what he is here. Hold on. Let me have it. Here it is. Hello. My name is Corey, and this is an original composition of mine. I'm a vocalist and multi-instrumentalist. I'm from Canton. I've been in various local bands, such as A Silence Within and Radiatrix. 
This song was completed some time ago and has been sitting in my SoundCloud account for some time. I was hoping you may like it. Anyway, I attached the song as an MP3. I've never submitted anything to you before. Do I need to do anything else? (laughs) Well, we're about to tell you what you need to do, Corey, so sit back and listen. Corey can't take it anymore. Who can? Alright, now I need to ask you, does he mean to be sounding like an 80s punk band there? I think so. Or is that happening accidentally? I think so. I, mean, I feel like it's an accident. I, 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 I would think when you heard that noise coming out of your mouth, you would know, hey, I'm trying to sound like, like The Clash or something like that. So, I think it's so. I think. I think it's accidental. I really do. Don't back away from him. What? How many times do you think Corey had to say every single day when he was responding to himself? Well, that's the thing is Corey is in there, a one-man band, doing two tracks, doing two vocal tracks, producing the whole thing by himself. I feel like if nothing else, Corey obviously is able to be a a, a jack-of-all-trades here. That's Fantone saying, I don't know who Corey is, but he might be able to beat me up. And first Friday's on Friday, so let's make sure nobody just sucker punches me like I'm the Nazi from a month ago. Do whatever it takes to leave a scar on their face, Stansbury. That sounds violent. And first through the door! <laughs> Corey's the one! He's the one! <laughs> I feel like I'm listening to somebody. All right. You know what it sounds? It sounds like I'm reading a Facebook post that doesn't have enough punctuation in it. You know what I mean? No I'm like, dude, where the hell are the sentences <laughs> no in this? Dude, the space bar is your friend, man. <laughs> Raise your hands in the air, show me you just don't care. Wave, oh, dude, am I supposed to wave them from side to side? <laughs> Do the fellows run this mother effer? I don't know. Which way does it go? What, what are the chants? Teach me the chants. Show them that you just don't care. And you'll do whatever it takes to leave a scar on their face. See, I'm telling you, this dude's going to punch you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's anger. Head first. Accidental. <laughs> the audience wants a white buffalo woman again. They're like, dude, just give us a white buffalo woman again. This this Corey guy's not good. 
See, I get worried when we do this, though, because I want people to send in submissions, but I'm worried somebody's listening right now going, well, dude, he's just going to trash us. My hand sucks, dude. But we have had a lot of good local artists, actually. Yeah, uh, I would say Canton, Ohio is a very talented place for musicians. That's true. Maybe Corey could take some lessons. <laughs> Leave it to Twitter. Corey sounds like he puts ketchup on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love you guys, man. You're the funniest ever. He even says in the song, you guys better watch your back. So <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm staying home first Friday. I'm not, dude, I'm not letting Corey punch me. Give me the vote. I don't want don't to. I don't want to, but I'm going to have to. It's a turn. Listen, Corey, I don't want you to stop being a musician. I don't want you to give up on anything, but just give that song another shot. There were parts of it that were pretty decent. Some of the guitars were okay, but, uh, you know, just uh, go back to the drawing board on that one, buddy. I want to do it, Corey. That was bad. <laughs> that was just downright bad. I like the parts that you didn't do. Whatever part I like, I know. You I, them all. I can tell by listening the part I did like you didn't have anything to do He's with. He's a one-man band. Stands very symbols between the knees. Bass drum on the back. He's got the harmonica. Cut him a break. I, dude, I don't know what was the worst decision. Uh, you saving it to SoundCloud or me playing it for a large audience. I can't I can't quite figure it out. Yeah, that's a turd, though. It's a turd. Sorry. They can't all be winners there. Uh, we do have Norm McDonald tickets. There that show is April the 14th up at the Hard Rock Roxino. We will take caller 25 on that. 1-800-243-7625. Before we get out of here, uh, we want to send out a happy birthday wish to one of Rock 106.9's own, a uh, well, a lifer here at this yeah. radio station, and should be Fishhead. Yeah. It is Fishhead's birthday today. Happy birthday, Uncle Fishhead, dude. So, happy birthday to Fishhead. Another year in the aquarium. I like yeah, it. Damn right. So, happy birthday on behalf of the Stansbury Show out to Fishhead, who will be joining you next at 10 a.m. on Rock 106.9. We'll see you later.